Bergman Sports Complex. It's Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan as we are just about set for baseball here between the CMU Mavericks and the Northwest Nazarene Nighthawks. The top 20 matchup, the Nighthawks come in in the NCBWA poll at 19. The Mavericks are at 12th. And you take a look right now. Tampa is your number one team with North Greenville, Central Missouri, Indianapolis, and North Carolina Pembroke rounding out the top five. The Mavericks are 12th. Northwest Nazarene coming in at 19th as we mentioned. The Mavericks, of course, will be in the home dugout on the third base side in the cream uniforms with the Mesa across the chest and the Mavroon stirrups, numerals, lettering, and hats. The Nighthawks will be in all black uniforms and they will have black lettering, black numerals outlined in red on black jerseys with red piping and the Nighthawk logo on the left side of their jersey. Chris Hanks comes in with a record of 1,036 up, 398 down at CMU. They're 5-3 and three this season. And for Northwest Nazarene, Joe Schaefer comes in. He is 130 up, 94 down, and one tie. That comes this season at Northwest Nazarene. And his career record is 471 and 227 with that one tie. Let's get you the starting lineups for today's game as Chris Hanks is pointing out all the oddities of the diamond here at the Bergman Sports Complex. Getting things started will be the center fielder Carter Walsh, a 5'9", 160-pound freshman utility player from Boise, Idaho. He hits 324 on the season, making his ninth start, or tenth start, rather. Behind him is Casey Wayne, a six-foot, 220-pound redshirt junior from Phoenix, Arizona, hitting 250 on the season. Batting third is Caleb Karpstein, 303 on the season for the sophomore from Bend, Oregon. Batting cleanup is Duke Pahukoa. The third baseman hits 400 on the season, and Pahukoa from Maui, pretty nice environs out there but he graduated from Durango High School in Nevada, and he also played previously at UNLV, now with Northwest Nazarene. Batting fifth, Trevor Tishankel hitting 242 on the season. Tishankel from San Diego, California, played previously at Cal Poly. Batting sixth is Kaylor Saunders. The second baseman hits 360 on the season. He is just a sophomore out of Boise, Idaho. Timberline High School, he is high school teammates with Carter Walsh, the leadoff man. Up seventh is the DH, Manny Casillas hits 400 on the season for the senior. Casillas uh, is a West Covina, California product, played previously at Cal State Northridge. Cole Calnon hits 200 and is batting eighth from Snohomish, Washington. And Quentin Ayers rounds it out, the backstop, the catcher today. He is 5'11", 180 pounds from Spokane, Washington. And that is how Northwest Nazarene lines up under head coach Joe Schaefer. For the CMU Mavericks, you can't really say the usual suspects, right? Because they've had 16 guys start at least two games for Chris Hanks. As they're still trying to kind of figure out the air infield, figure out their three outfielders. And that fourth spot in the rotation is still pretty up for grabs for Chris Hanks' squad. So we might see quite a few names crumb across the uh, old scorebook today 
for the Mavericks. Let's get you to the starting nine right now. Leading it off is Rob Sherrar. Rob is kind of scuffling out of the gate, hitting 172 on the season for the senior from Newberry Park, California. Batting second is Joey Blank. He's a freshman from Oak Park, California, played high school at Agura. Batting third is Braden Wingett. He's at first base. Braden, 6'3", 210. He's a senior from Draper, Utah, and played previously at Salt Lake Community College. We'll get the rest after our national anthem. Please feel rendition of our national anthem from Savvy Hardy for the CMU. I believe they said sophomore. She did a fantastic job. Let's finish up the Mavericks batting order. Batting cleanup is Ethan Nunez. The freshman hits 381 on the season. Nunez out of Chino Hills, California. Batting fifth is Brent Renteria. The junior hits 250 on the season from Chandler, Arizona. Batting sixth is Caleb Thomason. Caleb from Peoria, Arizona, played previously at Glendale Community College. Christos Stefanos is the designated hitter. Christos from Stevenson Ranch, California, six foot two ten, batting eighth is the catcher Declan Wiesner. He played here at the Junior College World Series a couple years ago for Walter State Community College. He's a junior, stands six foot. Batting third is Kennedy Hara. The sophomore has yet to find his first hit of the season from Alea from IAIA, Hawaii, and the Mid-Pacific Institute. He's 5'8", 190. So we have two guys in this game from Hawaii. You have Duke Pahukoa for Northwest Nazarene and Kennedy Hara for the Mavericks. Starting pitcher for the Nighthawks tonight or today will be Josh Brown. We'll see him in the bottom of the first. And he is 491 ERA on the season. One and one in three appearances. This is his third start. 16 runs, or 16 hits, nine runs. Six of them earned five strikeouts to one walk. And for the Mavericks, it'll be Liam Hohenstein. 491 on the season, two 491 ERA. Two and O oh through uh, two games. 
This will be his third start. He's thrown 11 innings, given up 13 hits, 7 runs, 6 earned, 2 strikeouts, or 2 walks, to 9 strikeouts. Calling the balls and strikes today is Doug Hodges. Teddy Dutcher at first. Jacob Gustafson is at third. And I bring in my broadcast partner, Ray McLennan. It is an absolutely gorgeous day for baseball. And every day now until the end of October is going to be gorgeous because there's baseball. That's right. Yeah, it is. It is a nice day. Sunshine and uh, you've got two good teams here. I think uh, North, Northwest Nazarene uh, gives a little bit of a challenge here for CMU coming in, playing a ranked team, a red hot ranked team at uh, 7 1 and 1. So I'm interested to see how. Uh, how CMU does today and against a pretty good ball club. Carter Walsh gets things started. Walsh hits 324 on the season. First pitch is in there for a called strike. And one thing we talked with Chris Hanks about is their infield defense at times has been uh, struggling. And they are facing a team that has 78 hits through nine games. And there's a chopper up the middle. Hara ranges to his right and scoops it up and throws it across. And Walsh is retired on the 4-3 put out. Well, if you listen to the pregame show, Coach Hanks talked about how Northwest Nazarene likes to put the ball in play and put pressure on you defensively, and you saw that there with that first at-bat. Uh, good, crisp, hard ground ball to the second baseman, fielded pretty easily by Hurrah and, and thrown to first for the out. Now it's Casey Wayne. First pitch fouled off back to the screen. He's one of those two first-namers. I had to look. I'm like, okay, is it Casey Wayne or Wayne Casey? It is Casey Wayne. For the registered junior, Boulder Creek High School in Phoenix. Curveball, nice one there from Hohenstein. Just misses outside. It's one and one. Uh, that was his first breaking ball of the day. He was a little bit up. Uh, needs to get that down in the zone a little bit. Comes high with the fastball there. And it's two and one to Casey Wayne. One of the things I was impressed watching Hohenstein pitch, uh, Hohenstein pitch that first outing was the number of strikes that he throws. That one is down low, but it is called a strike in the zone to Casey Wayne. He evens it up at two and two. Wayne on the season hits 250. He's already got nine punch outs and 32 plate appearances, and he chops that one a little. Excuse me, swing. Hohenstein tries to scoop it up, finally tracks down the loose ball and take it himself to the bag and there's two away nice pitcher he set it up pretty well it was a high fastball and kind of got a check swing out of it he, he pushed it kind of to the the first base side of the pitcher as his Hohenstein tried to grab it uh, his glove knocked it towards first base fortunately and he was able to pick it up and then his momentum just carried him over there for the one unassisted put out yeah I don't think Wayne really wanted to swing at that one now stepping in is Caleb Karpstein and he watches the first pitch miss low. It's 1-0. The old one is high. CMU. Or rather, 1-0 is high. It's 2-0. CMU's infield's kind of given the middle of the... It must be a, 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 almost a dead pull hitter, or he, or he goes away down the third baseline a lot. He chops that one to Hara. The two-hopper sends the Hawaiian one step onto the outfield grass, and he throws it over to first. One, two, three, inning. For the Mavericks, and they'll come to bat for the first time today. Scoreless on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Home half of the first on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Call Ken for a quote at 243-1000. 
with Eyewitness News. Every election year, there's a lot of talk about term limits. Throw the rascals out, some say. Regardless of politics, there's one place where term limits are a necessity. Your septic tank. After four years of hard duty, it's time to call Goodwin Septic Tank Service. Those famous trucks with the skunk logo represent all that's good about America. They'll give you a fresh start and help maintain your approval rating in the neighborhood. Don't let your system exceed its term limit. Call Goodwin Septic Tank Service at 243-2783. Goodwin's is the way to go. Presto Changeo! 2% is now 100% with the Visa Signature Card from Credit Union of Colorado. You get 2% cash back on every purchase and they'll waive the annual fee the first year. They'll even pull a $200 bonus out of a hat after you spend $2,500. Zero tricks, no gimmicks. I'm no mathematician, but that sounds like fancy cape money. Apply today at cuofco.org slash signature. The Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with former Fruita Monument head coach Ray McLennan. The Mavericks and Northwest Nazarene are scoreless. For the Mavericks, it'll be Sherrard, Blank, and Winget. Nunez, Renteria, Thomason, Stefanos, Wiesner, and Hara. Defensively, the Nighthawks will line up like this. At first base is Karpstein, Saunders at second, Cole Kalnon is at shortstop, and Duke Pahukoa is at third. Left right around the outfield, Wayne Walsh to Shankel with Quentin Ayers behind the dish. And on the mound for Northwest Nazarene, Josh Brown making his third start with a 4.91 ERA. And leading things off for the Mavericks is Rob Girard. And Rob, 5 for 29 so far this season, looking to kind of get things going. And Brown dishes the first one on the outside for a ball. Well, in Sherrard's defense with his batting average, I thought he hit the ball hard in the last series. Just didn't have much luck. That one is sky down the left field line and ranging over to haul it in about five steps shy of foul territory is Casey Wayne, and Sherrard's retired. Good approach by Sherrard there. It took an outside pitch that was low. It looked like an outside fastball and just missed uh, squaring it up there. Kind of got underneath it a little bit, and it, was, it ended up being a lazy fly ball to the left. So that'll bring up Joey Blank. It's not left Blank. It's actually his last name, Blank. First pitch on the way from Brown. Outside. It's 1-0. Blank on the season for the Mavericks hitting 353. This will be his sixth start. So you see Northwest Nazarene, they go with the wristband, the signals, it looks like. Because you see Brown kind of look down at his wrist as the 1-0 misses. One of the strange things about that, he's off the rubber when he takes that sign, um, which is which is uh, you're not supposed to do as a pitcher. And he kicks and fires. And that one catches the outside corner. It's 2-1. and one. He's on the, working on the extreme first base side of the rubber. Kicks the 2-1. That one is chopped, and it'll go foul out of play, and it'll be 2-2 two and two for Joey Brown. Brown on the season, or Joey Blank, rather. Brown on the mound. Joey Blank at the plate. 3.53 for Joey with a 4.21 on base percentage. Here's the 2-2. Two -two. That one is fouled off the screen, and Joey will stay alive. Blank from Oak Park, 
California. Played at Agora High School. Here comes the 2-2 again. Fouled it off the screen high above the Northwest Nazarene dugout on the first base side. Brown continues to kind of nibble at the corners there. That was a fastball in, in tight, and uh, Blank was able to fight it off and just foul it. Stays at 2-2, two and two, and that one is roped up the middle for the Mavericks' first hit. And Joey Blank is aboard the Mavericks' first base runner. As he singles up the middle, that's the game's first hit. And that'll bring up Braden Wingett. Braden hitting 400 on the season, 6 of 15. His little brother Preston is going to be on the baseball team at some point. He's not playing this year, redshirting for the Mavericks. Blank leads off. Brown comes inside, too far inside. A Wingett watches it miss for a ball. Wingett played at Salt Lake Community College, as did his brother Preston. He was here last year in the Junior College World Series with the Bruins. That one tries to come in up under the hands, too far inside. It's 2-0. With the 2-0 pitch, uh, you want to see him. He was going to put a play on here, put a runner in motion. Uh, good pitch to do that. Doesn't want to fall behind 3-0. Brown from the stretch. Comes right across the plate with strike one. It's two and one. Blank bluffed the steal there. He kind of took one, one hard step to try to get the infielders to move a little bit, uh, but then taken all the way at the plate. Modest lead for Blank at first. Two, one is low. It's three and one. A lot of familiar names on the previous school list for the Colorado Mesa Mavericks. Chris Hanks mining that Junior College World Series. Here's the 3-1. That one is chopped to third base. Snaring it over there is Pahukoa. He goes a long way across the diamond. And they end up getting wing it at first base. A good snare by Karpstein over there. Yeah, it sure was. Uh, the throw and the ball took uh, third baseman to the close to the line, the foul line there at the third baseline. He tried to throw that, didn't quite get enough air on it. Took a, a bounce about uh, six, seven feet before first base. And... Karpstein was able to, to pick it and, and make the out. Ethan Nunez will step in, the freshman, as Blank moves to second base. That one is at the top of the zone for a called strike, according to home plate, home plate umpire Doug Hodges. We mentioned some of the previous schools, Walter State Community College, Salt Lake Community College, Crowder College. Here's the 0-1. Thought about it, did Nunez, but he holds up. That looked like the first breaking ball thrown by Brown today. A good, good breaking ball, a little soft on the outside half of the plate. Uh, just missed. A college of Southern Nevada in there as well. Here's the 1-1 one, one from Brown. He kicks and fires. That one catches the outside corner for a called strike. It's 1-2 for Nunez. Brown a pitch away from leaving a runner, runner stranded for the Mavericks. Blank takes his lead at second. Brown stares down his catcher, comes to the plate. Check swing by Nunez. He holds up, according to first base umpire Teddy Dutcher. One of, two and two. one of the things I've been impressed with Nunez, uh, watching him as a freshman, he, uh, he seems to have a lot of patience at the plate. Uh, 
You know, he'll take a pitch like that that's very close and then come back and get a base hit for you on the next one. With an on-base percentage over 500, here's the 2-2. He skies that one high into right field. Tracking it is Tishankel. Starts to jog in and to his left and secures it for the third out. Through one, we're scoreless on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Top of the second on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. Do you have electrical issues? No problem, because Barnes Electric is on the job for you. Whether it's wiring a new addition to your house, improving the wiring in your home like they did for me, or upgrading your business, call the professionals of Barnes Electric at 242-6473. Barnes Electric's a proud sponsor of high school youth and compromise the sports in the Grand Valley, and they want to wish the best of luck to all of our dedicated student-athletes. Barnes Electric, 2811 Riverside Parkway in Grand Junction. Give them a call, 242-6473. I love shopping at True Value. Their customer service is unlike anything you're going to find anywhere else. If you don't know what the fix is, the folks at True Value, they do. Home and garden, hardware, tools, paint supplies, kitchen items, lawn and garden. My best visit there in one stop. I fixed my car, I fixed my house, and I fixed my dinner. You cannot beat the locally owned service that you're going to get. True Value on Orchard Mesa and 12th and Orchard. We go to the top of the second here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan, and it's scoreless. On the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard, 4-5-6 due up for the Nighthawks, Pahukoa, Tishenkel, and Saunders. Pahukoa, a 6-2-2-15 graduate student from Maui, fouls that one away, and it's 0-1. Pahukoa, 400, 6-15 on the season. The hair flowing out of the back of his batting helmet, and he... Equal opportunity foul ball off for Geyer as he chops that one towards the third base side. Back-to-back curveballs by Hohenstein there to start the, the at-bat, uh, and he's up quickly 0-2. Working from kind of that short hybrid wind-up, fastball is upstairs. It's 1-2. and two. Yeah, you see that hybrid so often nowadays. A lot of pitchers like to do that. Uh, it kind of gets their... their their momentum going towards the plate and gets their body set up. Curveball drops in there for a called strike three. And Hohenstein gets strikeout number 10 of the season for Pahukoa. Just the third time he's gone down on strikes, and there's one away. Very well pitched at bat there by Hohenstein. He, he, that 0-2 pitch kind of moved him off the plate with a fastball up and in, and then he came right back with a nice breaking ball to strike him out. That'll bring in... Trevor Tishankel, first pitch misses for a ball. I have to remind myself that the way Hohenstein pitches is not the traditional windup. I see it so often. I have to remember that one's the hybrid. The 1 0 is outside, it's 2 0. Don't have that step and then swing of the hips and pivot on the heel of your foot anymore that much. The 2 0 is high, it's 3 0. Uh, the way he sets up, his uh, right foot is almost parallel to the pitching plate, uh, and then he goes to 
kind of the, the set position. 3-0. Misses, and that's ball four. I don't know if that missed or it hit him, but either way, Tashenko is aboard. To see exactly what that is scored. It didn't hear it hit the glove, but Tashenko didn't really flinch all that much. Either way, he's at first base. Kaylor Saunders will dig in, hitting 360 on the season. The team's second leading hitter of qualified hitters. Saunders will chop that one to third, and it gets past a diving Thomason into the left field corner. Nunez racing over there to get it. Tushankel is going to be held at third, and in with an, a double is Kaylor Saunders. First pitch swinging, and he ropes one down the left field line inside the third base bag and has a double and going from no base runners to two in scoring position or two in scoring position with one out here in the top of the second. It's the first threat by the Nighthawks. Saunders able to turn on that pitch as a breaking ball, and he just uh, pulled it to inside the bag there on, at third base in between Thomason and the bag, and the ball just went down in the, in the left field corner and uh, able to get a double out of that. Now it's Manny Casillas hitting 400 on the season. Watches the first pitch miss. It's 1-0. and Casillas, 6 of 15. One of the leading hitters. On base percentage right at 50% of the time. Curveball comes inside. It's 2-0. Casillas also, he's slugging 800, but he only has one RBI, and that's on a solo home run. So he digs in, lefty, facing Hohenstein. Liam comes inside again, and it's low. Wiesner has to backhand stab at it. It's 3-0, and and after that real nice approach of Pahukoa for the strikeout, Hohenstein's not been very sharp the next three hitters. No, he hasn't. And, and I wonder here if uh, they got to go ahead and they got first base open, so you got an opportunity maybe to put him on here and set up a double play. Comes right down Broadway. It's 3-1. and one. Guy on deck, Cole Calnon, hits 200. 3-1, fouled right off the screen in front of us. I don't think that had the height to get back here if there was no screen, but trajectory looked good. And that fills up the count. Good pitch by Holenstein. Came back with a fastball, tried to get it on the outside part of the plate. Looked like it was up a little bit, and he fouled it off. Payoff pitch, 3-2, is well outside. That one wasn't even close. And Casillas walks to load the bases for Cole Calnon with one away. Sets up that double play for Calnon. Don't know the situational aspect, but he has yet to hit into a double play. Nazarene has five times this season, but Hohenstein needs to start wiggling if he's going to get off the hook here. Bases loaded, one out, top of the second. Liam delivers. Curveball comes inside, spins Calnon away, and it's 1-0. and from a strategic standpoint, uh, you, you load the bases there to set up that double play. We've got the middle infielders kind of pinched a little bit. Uh, first and third are about halfway. Hohenstein comes to the plate outside. It's 2-0. Like you mentioned, winging it. And Thomason about halfway. Thomason maybe a stride or two shy of the baseline. And your strategy there, if it's hit to either the first or third baseman, if it's hit hard, they can come home with it because they'll have time. But if it's not hit hard, then they can either go 
the third baseman go, can go to second base to try to maybe set up a double play there. The first baseman, same thing. He can go to second base if the ball's hit to his right. And Jeff Rogers is going to come out and talk this one over with Hohenstein. Liam this season making, as we mentioned, his third start. He's 2-0 with a 4.91 ERA. Has allowed 13 hits and two walks in 11 innings pitched. He's only got the one hit so far, but a walk or two walks and are, are around it to load up the bases. Well, I'm sure Coach Rogers talking a little bit about how they're going to pitch him here, maybe a, a release point situation for, uh, for Hohenstein, trying to get that focus back. Liam comes to the plate, and that one is going to hit the batter. Cole Calnon, he gets plonked as that one came and hit him on the back. Tashenko will score. Everybody moves up 90 feet. Saunders to third, Casillas to second. And it's one nothing Nighthawks on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. That looked like a breaking ball that just uh, kind of slipped out of his hand. Uh, a little cement mixer. So, skied high. First pitch swinging is Quentin Ayers. Charging in is Nunez in left field to secure it for the second out. Nice job by Nunez to come in and get that ball. It's a fly ball that's in shallow left. And with his momentum there, there's no way that guy from third base, the base runner on third base, can score. Uh, Saunders has to kind of stay stay at the base. He bluffed a little bit there, but Nunez would throw him out pretty easily, I think, from that location. You got to wonder... Joe Schaefer's pleased with the first pitch swinging there. Back to the top of the order for Carter Walsh outside for a ball. But you, we've talked over the years with Chris Hanks' club, the way they can explode offensively. If you have a chance to get some distance, you got to take advantage of it. Bases loaded, one out was a chance there. Yeah, it certainly was. With a pitcher you can maybe put on the ropes early as well. And Hohenstein comes to the plate with the 1-0. It's outside 2-0. Hohenstein got those first four outs pretty easily and then uh, seemed to labor a little bit for some reason. Uh, I noticed he's trying to throw a lot of curveballs this inning, but just hasn't quite found the touch on that. Comes to the plate there and misses. It's 3-0. And this is unusual. I wonder if he's fighting a blister or something out there that's uh, kind of caused that because... Uh, he doesn't seem to have the same release point as he's as he had in the first inning. It just doesn't look comfortable. Looks more fidgety than I remember at times last season. He delivers the 3-0 inside corner for a called strike. Yeah, it looked like Walsh was taken all the way on that, as he should. 3-0 bases loaded to make the pitcher throw some pitches here. He might even be taken in this spot as well. 3-1. Hohenstein to the plate. Chopped. Foul. And it will fill up the count at 3-2. and two. So all that being said, he's still one pitch from getting out of the bases loaded jam with only one run coming across. Yeah, which I would think would be a big win here for him and as he works hard to try to throw a pitch here. It'll be interesting to see if he comes back with a breaking ball or if he goes back to his fastball. Here's the payoff pitch. Runners go, and it's high. Third walk of the inning pushes in a run. It's an RBI for Walsh. Scoring from third is Saunders. Casillas takes his spot. Moving to second is Calnon. And Walsh reaches for the first time tonight. First time today, rather. 
with the walk. That's three in the inning for Hohenstein, and that brings up Casey Wayne, who grounded out to Liam the first time. Curveball is in there for a called strike. So many times as pitchers get in trouble, they, they put base runners on by walks and hit pitches, and you know, Coach Hanks talked about it, the errors the infield has, has had in their losses and the walks that they've had, and, and uh, when, when teams get beat, that's usually what happens. A one comes inside on the corner for a called strike, and Wayne is in an 0-2 hole. Mavericks have walked 23 pitchers or 23 batters total this season. O2 inside. Almost got Lane, Wayne leaning out over the plate. He was, I think, waiting for that curveball to come to the outer half and change his eye level a little bit. That's what he did to Pahu Koa to start the inning. And that one is roped too short. That gets through Joey Blank into left field. Scoring is Casillas. Being waved home is Calnon. And there's the big base hit for the Nighthawks as Casey Wayne comes up with a two-RBI single to push it to a 3 nothing lead in favor of Northwest Nazarene. Ball was hit well. Uh, a hard kind of line drive ground ball that just uh, gets past uh, Blank there at, uh, at the shortstop area. He tried to backhand it a little bit and just couldn't get it. Just couldn't get a handle on it. Three nothing Nighthawks, and here's the ninth batter to hit, Caleb Karpstein. Or four nothing rather. Four nothing Nighthawks. That one is skied high to center field, and Karpstein leaves the yard straight away center field, 400 feet. Karpstein rounds the bases. Home run number two, RBIs 10, 11, and 12. And the Nighthawks jump out to a 7-0 lead. And that's what we talked about, Ray, is when you have a chance to put some distance between you and the Mavericks, you have to take advantage. And so far, the Nighthawks have. Yeah, Karsting did that uh, well-hit ball dead center. Uh, just kept carrying there. I thought Sherrard might have a play on it, but it just kept going. Uh, looked like a fastball up and, and just a little bit away. But, uh, boy, he sure, sure got the barrel on it and hit it a long ways. Did not sound like a home run off the bat. Had very much a kind of jam job sound to it. But Karpstein hits the three-run bomb and first pitch to Pahukoa is a called or is a strike for the second time in the inning. Nighthawks have officially batted around. Here's the 0-1. That one is roped. Thomason scoops it up at third across the diamond. And Pahukoa is retired, but not before the Nighthawks put up seven runs on five hits or on three hits and three walks and lead seven to nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic scoreboard through an inning and a half. Bottom half for the second on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Next time you need a prescription filled, wouldn't it be nice to walk into your pharmacy and be greeted like a friend to be taken care of by people who know you by name and care about meeting your needs? That's what you get at Palisade Pharmacy. The folks at Palisade Pharmacy haven't forgotten the importance of old-fashioned hometown service by friendly people who know their business. With great prices, immunizing and diabetic clinic, as well as accepting all third-party insurance. So you get help, not hassles. Palisade Pharmacy, 707 Alberta and Palisade. Call 464-5668. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport is a proud supporter of CMU Athletics. From overnight lodging to meetings and special events. 
They're ready to meet your needs. Their grand ballroom can accommodate up to 100 people, and it's never too early to plan your company Christmas party. Call 970-623-4346 to book your event or schedule a tour. And be sure to visit the Grand Valley Bar and Grill after the game. Enjoy great food and drink specials when you bring your ticket stub. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport, 2751 Crossroads Boulevard. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Bottom of the second, Mavericks try to respond after giving up seven in the top half. Seven nothing, Northwest Nazarene back at the Diamond and Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder, along with Ray McLennan, Brent Renteria will dig in for the first time today. The number five hitter for the Mavericks out in right field. Josh Brown comes to the plate. Renteria squares to bunt. Brown off the bump, scoops it up and throws it to Karpstein at first base for the first out of the inning. Renteria trying to get something going there, trying to catch the third baseman back. Uh, just didn't get the, the bunt down close enough to the third baseman. It kind of went right back to the pitcher uh, for Brown. He took two or three steps to his right, fielded, and made a nice clean throw to first for the out. Now it's Caleb Thomason, the senior. Digs in from the left-hand side and watches the first pitch catch the zone for a called strike. Thomason on the year. Making his fourth start, hits 286 for the Peoria, Arizona native. He skies that one foul out of play towards Orchard Avenue, which runs behind the third base side here at the Bergman Sports Complex. It's 0-2. Every time I come out here, they have spruced something up, and it just looks fantastic. Here's the 0-2. That one is chopped to second base. Saunders scoops it up, ranges to his left, and throws on to first base, and there's two away. Brown continues to throw strikes uh, and get outs. Uh, he's around the zone, uh, hasn't thrown very many balls. I've got a, a total of six thrown so far in the one and two-thirds innings that he pitched. And anytime you spot a pitcher a seven-run lead early, that's what his job is, go out there and throw strikes. And half of those six balls came on the full count to Braden Wingett. And there's number seven. We jinxed him in a good way for the Mavericks as Christos Stefanos watches the first pitch miss the zone low. Here's the 1-0. Christos watches it catch the zone. It's a called strike. I'm still trying to figure out what Brown's doing. He looks at his his wrist before every before he even settles onto the rubber. Uh, I don't know if he's getting a sign or if it's a they've got a scouting report on that wrist. Here's the 1-1, one, one. swung on and missed by Christo, Christo Stefanos, and it's 1-2. and two. Like, there's nothing on there big enough to be like a wristband, but who knows? Maybe he's got the answers to a test in there. Who knows? Here's the 1-2. Goes outside, tries to get Stefanos to chase, and Christos does not. The L.A. Mission Community College transfer holds Pat. And it's two and two. Two down here in the second. Brown delivers. That one's low, and it'll fill up the count. Well, technically, it's supposed to be a balk if the pitcher doesn't take the sign on the rubber. It's kind of one of those speed-up rules from, from a long time ago. Not that he's working slowly here. He gets the, the pitch off in plenty of time. 
Here's the payoff pitch, 3-2, skied high in the infield. Calling everybody off is Cole Kalnon, the shortstop. We'll haul it in. The Mavericks go 1-2-3 here in the second. And through two, they trail the Northwest Nazarene Nighthawks a seven to nothing on the Carville or on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Lots of sponsors we have around these parks. We'll be back with the third. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team, CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at covermeken.com. Valley Bank can help you prevent your accounts from being taken over by a scammer. Don't share login information with anyone, including loved ones. Keep passwords strong and regularly updated. Don't give remote access to your computer. Confirm email links and attachments with the sender before opening. At Grand Valley Bank, we actively work to protect our customers and communities against fraud. That's people banking with people. Visit GrandValleyBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, Colorado. At Discovery Auto Group, luxury and quality can truly come at any price. In fact, a good portion of our inventory is under $35,000. No matter what your daily driver, every make, every model, we carefully source, regardless of price, comes certified pre-owned with a 10-year, 200,000-mile warranty. With a large variety of inventory, we have financing to match. Working closely with local credit unions and national banks, we give you the freedom to choose what is best for you and your family. We also offer commercial financing for businesses. Discovery Auto Group is luxury and quality. Visit us today and see for yourself. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Top of the third of the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. First pitch to Trevor Tishenko. Is a called strike from Liam, Liam Hohenstein. Liam delivers. That one is chopped foul down the first baseline. A nice barehanded snag. I believe that's Grant Carey, one of the assistant coaches down there. But it's 0-2 to Tishenko. Hohenstein delivers. That one is fouled down the left field line and out of play. If you're driving along Orchard Avenue between 7th and 12th Street today, be aware there could be a baseball flying in your direction at any given moment. Here's the 0-2. Curveball that doesn't. It's outside 1-2. and Tushenko was the batter that kind of started everything last inning. Hohenstein uh, doing a better job pitching to him this time. That one is chopped foul down the first baseline. It stays 1-2. and two. Hohenstein up to 45 pitches through two-plus innings. Kicks and fires the 1-2 is outside, and it's 2-2. Two two. Trying to nibble a little bit at that outside corner. Looked like a changeup uh, that kind of got out of his hand a little too before he wanted it to. And spins that one upstairs and outside, and that'll fill up the count. He was ahead 0-2. Like you mentioned, Ray, just trying to be too fine on the outer half. Payoff pitch, misses again. And for the second time today, Trevor Tishenko walks. And as a, as a coach, you hate to see an 0-2 walk like that. Uh, he got him in such a hole there, and then he fights his way back in, fouls off a couple pretty good pitches, and then, for whatever reason, Hohenstein couldn't quite find that outside corner. Kaylor Saunders stands in. He doubled and scored last inning. The Boise Idaho product watches the first pitch miss high. 
for North, Northwest Nazarene. They like to run the bases a little bit. Coach Hanks talked about that in their scouting report. Uh, yes, Hohenstein's having trouble throwing strikes. You wonder if they'll run here. Not going, comes inside, almost hits Saunders. It's 2-0, 22 of 26 through nine games. A little over two and a quarter stolen bases per game for the Nighthawks. 2-0, that one is ripped right up the middle. It will fall in front of Rob Sherrar. Moving up to second is Tashenkel. And Kaylor Saunders has his second hit in as many innings. And he's got a single to go with his double. And there's two aboard with nobody out here in the top of the third for Manny Casillas. For Saunders, a real nice swing there again. Drove that ball. Nice crisp line drive into center field there. Waited until uh, he got a pitch. Obviously hitting in a 2-0 counts. Uh, Going to be productive for most hitters. And he did a nice job there. Owenstein looks in. Curveball misses low and inside. Trying to see the Mavericks bullpen down the left field, beyond the left field fence. And just a little bit of stirring getting started out there. Owenstein checks the runner at second, comes to the dish, fastball low. Good job by Wiesner to keep that one from going back to the backstop. They sure did. Uh, ball bouncer, he was able to glove it, kind of a backhand stab at it to keep it in front of him. Did a nice job of catching that. Tashenko at second, Saunders at first, nobody out. 2-0 the count here to Casillas, 2-1 after that called strike. Hohenstein needed that pitch, uh, even the count at 2-1. That's important here as he tries to stay in the ballgame. Tashenkel and Saunders. Tashenkel's 2-2 two two stealing bases. Saunders has an attempted one. 2-1, misses low and inside. And it's 3-1 to Manny Casillas. Manny, in 15 at-bats, has an on-base percentage at 50%, which is even higher after his walk last inning. Here's the 3-1. He slugs that one deep into center field. Rob Sherrar on his horse back to center field to the wall. And that one is gone almost to the same spot where Caleb Karpstein left the yard. And Manny Casillas hits his second home run of the season. RBIs 2, 3, and 4. A pair of three-run home runs for Northwest Nazarene have the Nighthawks up 10-0, and Chris Hanks has seen enough. He's making a call to the bullpen, and Liam Hohenstein's day is done. 10 runs allowed in just two-plus innings. Northwest Nazarene up 10-0. We'll take a break for the pitching change. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team. CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Your friends at Whitewater Building Materials urge you to get out and support winter sports in the Grand Valley. Basketball and wrestling are in full swing, and our dedicated student-athletes deserve your support. And remember, for any type of building project, any time of year, call Whitewater Building Materials, 242-7538. They're your source for ready-mixed concrete, sand, and gravel products, and everything you need to do it right. Proud to support our Grand Valley athletes. Whitewater Building Materials, family-owned for over half a century at 940 South 10th Street in Grand Junction. It's time to get geared up for the winter season at Played Again Sports, your neighborhood sporting goods store. Played Again Sports has a big variety of winter sports equipment in stock, including hockey gear, snowboards, 
snowshoes, cross-country skis and boots, sleds and helmets, and more. Their staff will help you find just what you need. They'll also pay you cash for your previously loved equipment. Played Again Sports, open seven days a week next to Once Upon a Child, 2454, Highway 6 and 50. The Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. on the mound for the Mavericks is Tristan Wolf, the junior righty, 6'4", 190 from Thornton, Colorado. Played his high school ball at Mountain Range and junior college at Dodge City Community College. This will be appearance number three for Tristan, 6.23 ERA across four and a third innings. He's allowed five hits, three runs, all of them earned, but he has struck out six while allowing a home run for Hohenstein Two-plus innings, four walks, five hits, ten runs for the Mavericks starter, Liam Hohenstein, the sophomore out of Castle Rock. And his day is done, and we'll see if Tristan Wolf can salvage some innings for the Mavericks as Cole Calnon stands in. He was hit, actually. He was, no, he actually was legitimately hit and scored. Back in the second inning, first pitch catches the outside corner for a called strike. So that is another free base runner. Five of them for the Nighthawks through two-plus innings here. Curveball catches the outside corner. Well, maybe more of a sweeper for Tristan Wolf. Here's the 0-2. Wolf kicks and fires, and that one is roped into left field. Nunez heading back to the track. He will watch it bang off the wall as he does. He chases it back in towards the field of play. It's going to be a double for Cole Kaunon. And right now, the 19th-ranked Nighthawks have the bead on no matter who's out there throwing for the Mavericks. Hit number six here in the top of the third. Kaunon doing a good job with a two-strike pitch or an 0-2 pitch. Uh, I would think Wolf would want to have that one back there, maybe throw that in a different spot. Uh, just got too much of the plate with it, and Callan drove it there at the deep right to actually hit off the, the netting above the, the padded wall there as Nunez went back to try to catch it. Nine-hole hitter Quentin Ayer stands in with a runner at second. First pitch is low and outside for a ball. For Calnon, that is double number one, his second extra base hit of the season. fires. That one is chopped to third, but foul. Good pitch there down in the zone. Looked like a, a breaking ball. It took a little bit off of it uh, from what we've seen before. Uh, hard fastball, hard curve. That one looked like a little bit of a slower curve. And it was able to ride around the knees there. Ayers just kind of pulls it foul. Righty, righty matchup. Wolf checks the runner and will spin towards second base, chasing Kalnon back to the bag. Kalnon Two for three, stealing bases this season for the Nighthawks. And that delivery to the plate, I think, got Ayers off guard as that was kind of like swinging a tennis racket. He comes up empty, one and two the count. Yeah, that sure was a strange check swing there. It looked like he was going to try to check it, then he just kind of followed through and rotated around it. Wolf Long, look at second base, comes to the plate low, two and two. 
good spot with an inside fastball there for Wolf as he with two strikes he's not uh, taking anything for granted here after he gave up that double on an 0-2 pitch to the batter previously. Two and two. Wolf has that one chopped foul down the third baseline. It stays at two and two. Wolf came back with the slow curveball there, and uh, again the Ayers just pulls it foul. We'll do the two and two all over again. Wolf delivers well outside. It's three and two to Ayers. Much better at bat for Ayers than the last time around. Yeah, that's right. He was a first pitch swinger on that first at bat, flied out to left field. Uh, this time he's seen a lot of pitches. Payoff pitch on the way. Wolf delivers. Chopped foul down the third base line again. Ayers has been quite a bit out in front of the off-speed stuff from Wolf. Maybe he'll use that to his advantage. Long look towards the plate. Wolf. Six seconds on the pitch clock. Delivers. Fouled off the screen. And we'll do it all over again. Very nice pitch there by Wolf as a fastball on the outside half. Place he's had trouble trying to find here in this at-bat. He found it there, and Ayers did a good job of fouling it off to give himself another pitch. Three and two, the count. Nobody out. Second base stands Cole Kelnon after his double. Wolf delivers to the plate. Curveball is low and outside, and Ayers works a walk. It's the second walk of the inning. It is the fifth walk of the day allowed by Mavericks pitching. And there's two aboard for the top of the order. Carter Walsh comes to the plate for the third time today here in the third inning. Northwest Nazarene continues to put pressure on CMU pitching. Uh, boy, they're not, uh, they've had some really tough at-bats, really quality at-bats. First pitch to Walsh catches the outside half for a called strike. Walsh on the season. Five RBI from the leadoff spot. Hits 324. He's 0 for 1 today. Walked and scored a run back in the second. Here's the 0-1. A long look at Kalanon by Wolf. Now he comes to the plate. Walsh squares and pulls it back. It's 1-1. One one. Walsh with kind of an interesting stance at the plate. His front foot, his left foot as a right-handed hitter is pointed almost straight at the pitcher. Back foot uh, almost perpendicular, parallel to the back uh, of the batter's box line. Here's the 1-1 one, one on the way from Wolf, well outside. It's 2-1. and one. We really haven't even seen a ton of what makes Northwest Nazarene so dangerous. They put the ball in play, but two of them have been hit out of the yard, and they have yet to attempt a stolen base. They only have five home runs on the season. They have now seven. 2-1, waved at and missed. Walsh evens the count up with that swinging strike. It's 2-2. Two and two. Very good pitch there by Wolf. He threw a breaking ball. That was his slow curve ball and kind of fooled Walsh with it as he swung through it. Walsh from Timberline High School in Boise. Watches the 2-2. Fouls it off. These North, Northwest Nazarene hitters have really been tough with two strikes. They, they battle and they, they work to hang in the, in the count and I've been really impressed with that. One of four Boise products on this Northwest Nazarene 
squad. 2-2 is skied into shallow left center field. More shallow left field. Coming in on it is Nunez, and he hauls it in for the first out. There's one away for Casey Wayne now. Good job by Wolf to get the, the pop out there. Nunez came in strongly again there. It, uh, nice to see Nunez, as, again, as a freshman there, uh, taking charge and calling that ball off. Uh, even though even though Sharar wasn't that close to it, you still don't want that indecision out there in the outfield. And they get the runner hung up at second base. The pitch to Wayne is outside, and they throw down to second base. And throwing it to third base was Kennedy Hara. It squirts away from Thomason into the dugout. And we saw them run there. And almost Cole Kalnon got caught, but the error goes into the dugout and allows the runners to advance. That scores Kalnon and pushes Ayers to third. Yeah, just a bad break there for CMU. Uh, Weisner had a good throw behind the runner at second base, so they did a good job of, of catching him, kind of hanging him up. Uh, the smart thing there from Kalnon was he just took off. That one's chopped to third. Up with it is Thomason, throws across the diamond, and there's two away. And then to go back to that play where they scored... Uh, you know, catches the runner hung up there, but he takes off, so it's going to be a close play at third. And by doing that, you put pressure on Thomason, uh, the third baseman for CMU, to catch the ball, and the throw was just kind of glanced off his glove and then unfortunately bounced into the dugout. That is the 13th error of the season for the Mavericks in now eight-plus games. First pitch to Karpstein is outside. one misses. It's 2-0. That was partially tough luck by the Mavericks as it didn't like Karam or Ricochet. It just kind of squirted away from Thomason and just kept rolling, rolling, rolling into the dugout. Yeah, it sure did. And there's just such a small opening there, too, for it to find. And there, I mean, everybody was too far away. Thomason couldn't really catch up to the ball as it was rolling. And he, it was almost in slow motion. Just watch that roll into the into the Mavericks dugout. Here's the 3-0. Karpstein watches it catch the outside corner. It's 3-1. and one. He hit a three-run home run to straightaway center field back in the second inning. 3-1 is in there for a called strike. The count is full. 3-2 and two to Karpstein. Wolf delivers, goes off speed. Karpstein waves at it and comes up empty. The Mavericks get out of the inning as they the Nighthawks chase Liam Hohenstein, put up four more runs, and through two and a half, they lead 11 to nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Bottom of the third on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. At Big O Tires, our mission is. At Big O Tires, our mission is. Our mission is to create a culture and environment. Culture and environment of care and concern. Of care and concern. Care and concern for our employees and our customers. For our employees and our customers. For our employees and our customers. I'm Martin Landeros. I'm district manager for Big O Tires, Western Slope. I'd like to invite you to stop by for a free alignment check. Big O Tires continues to be the team you trust in Western Colorado for over 40 years. 
Just when you thought it was safe to go to the mailbox, you get the biggest property tax increase ever. If that's not bad enough, everything else is going up too. At least you can save on your insurance. Hi, this is Adam with Bird Family Insurance. When we know more than a thing or two, we know all the ins and outs, the different carriers and options available to give your family and your business the best coverage and the best price. Come see us at Bird Family Insurance on the corner of 2nd and Grand or online at birdfamilyinsurance.com. The Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Bottom of the third at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. And it's good news, bad news situation for the Mavericks. The bad news is through two and a half, you're in an 11 nothing hole. But it is only the bottom of the third, which is the good news. And Declan Wiesner will dig in for the first time today. During the break, we were talking about the balanced lineup that the Nighthawks have. We'll get to that in a second. Wiesner first pitch swinging. We'll chop it to short. Kalanon up with it. Strong throw across the diamond. And the Mavericks backstop is retired. But five, six, seven, eight in the order. Those four hitters for the Nighthawks. Three walks, a hit batter, a single, two doubles, a home run, and eight runs scored through three innings. Well, that's something you don't expect as a coach. Uh, and I'm sure for CMU, they're, they're surprised at that. Uh, they... Holstein did such a good job of the first inning in the top of their order. Kennedy Hara, first pitch swinging, chops that one to first base. Karpstein up with it, takes it himself, and two pitches, two outs for Josh Brown. Yeah, just uh, the recipe there for Northwest Nazarene. Uh, you got, you got to like to get those first two pitches and getting outs on it. Now you have a chance as a pitcher to maybe get out of it with a four or five pitch inning. Rob Sherrar will dig in for the Mavericks. He flew out to left field in the bottom of the first. That's the first take of the inning for the Mavericks, low and outside. It's 1-0 to Sherrar. And for Sherrar, he almost has to take that pitch. Uh, you can't uh, take a chance where you line out or something like that and give him a three-pitch inning. 1-0 inside off the glove of Ayers, back to the screen, and it's 2-0. Interesting to see how Northwest Nazarene is playing Sherrar. They've got the third baseman uh, probably about 30 feet away from the bag. 2-0 is in there. It's 2-1. Shortstop is uh, shaded towards the, the pool side for the left-handed hitting Sherrar, and then the second baseman and first baseman are on the right side, almost connected there. 2-1, inside-out swing to short. Kalnon up with it, and six pitches for Josh Brown here in the third, and the Mavericks... Go quietly, a pair of six threes and a three unassisted through three. Mavericks down 11 to nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Fourth inning on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Call Ken for a quote at 243 1000. SCI Constructors knows it takes teamwork to get the job done. From building a winning sports program to providing quality commercial construction for our growing Grand Valley. They're proud of the contributions they've made to our community over the years through high quality projects and community engagement. FCI employs 128 Mesa County residents and may contribute to over 200 local nonprofit organizations. To learn more about FCI Constructors, visit their website at fciol.com. Are you turning 65? Actually, are you 64 and a half? Have you noticed that your mailbox has been inundated with mail from Medicare insurance companies? This is Stephanie Garcia-Hagan with Mesa Benefits. 
We worked with people who threw out their Medicare card because it looked like an advertisement. This doesn't need to happen to you. We're here to help. Please call our office at 970-549-0410 or make an appointment at MakeTheBenefits.com. You can bring the mail to us and we'll help you sort through it. Make the Benefits makes the Medicare insurance process easy as pie. S. Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. Defensive change for the Mavericks as Derek Shaver takes over for Caleb Thomason at third, the former Grand Junction Tiger. And Wolf delivers the first pitch swung on by Trevor Tishankel. And he blasts that one to left center field over the power alley. 372. 392 wouldn't have held that one. Tishankel, the third home run of the game for the Nighthawks, and they lead by a score of 12 to nothing for Tishankel. That is his third bomb. I take that back. Uh, that was Duke Pahukoa. All the rest of the information stands, except that's the second home run for Pahukoa. Big, strong third baseman there. Uh, drove that ball easily over the left center fence. Uh, Boy, it was just a blast. The Nighthawks aggressive tonight, or today. First pitch to Tishankel is a strike. Second pitch is fouled off, and it's 0-2. And And not what you wanted to see if you're a CMU fan. Uh, They're trying to stop some of this scoring here. And for Northwest Nazarene, they're just uh, free swinging and and doing what they need to. 0-2 is outside. It's 1-2. It's been about nine months since I looked at a scorebook, so I have to figure out, remember how to read it after I write the stuff in there. Well, you've been calling lots of basketball games basketball, and football, football games. Here's the one, two. It's outside. Actually, that's a lie. I did some softball last fall, so it's only been about four and a half months. But back that up with not being very bright, that's where I get off on the scorebook. Tishankel, two and two. And he'll rope that one foul down the left field line. Shy of the Mavericks softball diamond down there where Mercedes Botes Mavericks are doing some work. Another 2-2 from Wolf. That one is outside 3-2. That's the second straight full count for Trevor Tishenkel. He went full in a good battle with Liam Hohenstein back in the third payoff pitch waved at and missed and that's two strikeouts on the afternoon in relief for Wolf and there's one away first time Tashenkel has been retired it's the first time any of the five six seven eight hitters have been retired today and here's Kaylor Saunders he's got a single and a double scored twice he's only seen four pitches today here's number five upstairs one and oh Nothing has seemed to go right for the Mavericks today. No, it sure hasn't. They've had some tough luck, uh, and they've dug themselves some holes. Uh, always difficult uh, when when you're not throwing consistent strikes. In the dirt, and Saunders offers at it. They appeal to Teddy Dutcher. He says he did. It's one and one. Tristan Wolf continues on in relief. The 1-1 is in there for a called strike. 
That was one of the better curveballs that Wolf's thrown this afternoon. Uh, nice, had a nice break, uh, slowed down, and, and really complements his fastball very well when he throws it like that. One two is that fastball, and that one is roped into left field. Big bat flip by Kaylor Saunders as Ephraim Nunez watches it leave the yard. That is the fourth home run for the Nighthawks. Saunders, his first, his third RBI. And when it rains, it pours for CMU as it is 13-0 Nighthawks in the top of the fourth. Boy, the Nighthawk hitters have just uh, just teed off. Uh, they've gotten themselves up in counts. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I think when you're when you're ahead 12, 11 to nothing now, 13 to nothing, it's it's easy as a hitting team. You know, you can get in there and take those big swings and take chances and be aggressive. And they've certainly done that. And Saunders put the bat on that one and didn't even need to watch it. Bat flip and then turn to the dugout. Manny Casillas watches the pitch squirt through Wiesner back to the screen. It's one and zero, but he didn't even didn't even need to watch it. The first two home runs were kind of wall scrapers over the center field wall. The second two have just been absolute missiles to left center field. Yeah, they've both been no doubters for sure. They they've traveled a long way, and both of them have cleared that big long big high screen there in left field. Here's the 2-0 to Casillas. That one's in there for a called strike. It's two and one. The 19th ranked Nighthawks leading the 12th ranked Mavericks 13 to nothing. Here's the 2-1. That one was a 57-foot curveball. It's 3 and 1. Here's the 3-1 from Wolf. That one is golfed into right center field. Heading back on it is Renteria, and he's going to watch that one hit a quarter of the way up the scoreboard in right center field. Back-to-back Jacks. Third home run of the inning. Casillas, his second of the game, his third on the season, and it is 14-0 Nighthawks on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. The Nighthawks continue to add to their lead uh, with these solo home runs. Uh, and, and for CMU, just got to find a way to get some outs here. And... Cole Calnon digs in. First pitch is upstairs, 1-0. and Some loosening in the Mavericks bullpen in left field going on right now. 1-0 comes into the zone. It's 1-1 one one to Calnon. He's doubled and scored was hit and scored back in the second inning. 1-1 one, one is in there for a called strike. It's 1-2. and two. One, 2 is a fastball in there for a called strike three. That's the third strikeout in relief for Wolf, second in the inning, and there's two away. Calnon kind of knew that was strike three. He started walking before the umpire even rung him up there. He was headed back to the dugout. Number nine in the order, Quentin Ayers. This digs in. Outside, it's 1-0. and Ten of the 14 runs coming from the five spot down in the order for the Nighthawks. 1-0 misses, it's 2-0. 
until this inning. Ayers was the only person in the bottom half of the order to be retired. And he lines that one to Nunez. This one's playable. Efren freezes, hauls that one in, and the inning is mercifully over. Three home runs for the Nighthawks. They add three more to their tally. It's 14 to nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard through three and a half. Bottom half of the fourth on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team, CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. I've been taking my car to Simpson Brothers for at least 15 years. I like Simpson Brothers because they're so friendly. When someone recognizes me, calls me by my name, that's a plus for me. When you come into their office, it's neat and clean, nice stuff on the walls and plants, and they're just very friendly. They always take time to say hello and joke a little bit. So I like them, but the main thing is they really do a great job. Excellent mechanics. I wouldn't go anywhere else. I knew I wanted a better paying job, but I wasn't sure which one was right for me. CMU Tech introduced me to a wide range of technical programs like HVAC, pharmacy tech, surveying, and winemaking. I knew this was the right place to learn the skills that I needed for a higher paying job. But it's not just the programs. It's that nearly every program currently costs little or nothing. And CMU Tech connects you to job opportunities in our community. So now is the time to gain the skills for a higher paying job. Now is the time to check out CMU Tech. Visit discovercmutech.com to learn more. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. And the Mavericks are in a big-time hole here. It is not a football game going on. It's not the spring game for Miles Kochaber and the Mavericks. CMU down 14 to nothing on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard here to start the bottom of the fourth. It's Joey Blank to lead things off for the Mavericks. First pitch misses off the arm of Josh Brown, who we haven't had a lot of chance to talk about because he's not been out there very much. And Blank will ground that one past Cole Calnon and into left center field. Second hit for the Mavericks both off the bat of Joey Blank. Yeah, Blank beats the shift there. It's kind of a, a, a small shift, a slight shift. The shortstop playing towards the third base side. Uh, Blank hits it uh, right right by him there. Nice hard round ball. But I think if he's playing normal spot for a shortstop, that's an easy play. So Blank fortunate there. Hit, hit him where they ain't, I guess. And you got your second hit. Yep. Now it's Braden Wingett. He's grounded out to third his last time up. His first at bat watches the pitch miss from Brown Brown delivers that one misses on the inner half and it's ball two two and oh as a hitter in a ball game like this you expect the pitcher to throw strikes uh, he's not going to walk anybody here this should be a pretty good pitch to hit I would think should be a fastball Brown delivers in there for a called strike. Brown from Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada native. Played collegiately at Utah Valley before heading off to Northwest Nazarene. Here's the 2-1. Misses. It's 3-1. Wingett doing a nice job of seeing some pitches here and, and 
Uh, Brown comes into the inning with only 35 pitches through the first three innings, so if, if CMU hitters can maybe make him push up his pitch count a little bit, that would be a plus. 3-1, fisted to third, trying to scoop it, having it bounce off the web of his glove is Pahukoa, and aboard with an error, I think, is going to be Braden Wingett. Yeah, Wingett got jammed a little bit, but I think the ball had enough spin on it that it kind of kind of took a strange hop there and, and kind of jumped at uh, third baseman Pahukoa, and uh, in doing so, it bounced off of his glove, and then he couldn't recover in time to get the out. They're going to call it an error on Pahukoa, and up next for the Mavericks is going to be Nunez. Nunez got a lot of exercise last inning, watching the home runs leave the yard. First pitch misses the zone to Efren, who's 0-1. So many times in a game like this, if you can just stop some of the momentum that, uh, that the Nighthawks have, maybe with a few runs in this inning, you can get climb back in and make a ball game of this. Oh, one little slider there catches the inner corner for a strike. It's one and one. Northwest Nazarene picked in the coaches' poll from the preseason to finish second behind Western Oregon in the GNAC. 1-1 is in there for a called strike. It's 1-2 to Efren Nunez. Nunez so far this season has been very selective in the at-bats that I've watched him hit here. And he's, he's patient. He gets a good pitch to hit. And let's see if he can do that here. 1-2 on the way from Brown. Working from the stretch. Fires. Oh, and well outside. It's 2-2. Two two. Mavericks will see the... Nighthawks' best pitcher, Jonathan Zayas, probably at some point tomorrow in the doubleheader. As he was named the National Pitcher of the Week a week ago. 2-2, pick back behind the runner at second blank, and the throw is into center field, and a couple of errors have Mavericks at the corners as having to stay put at first is wing it. But that's going to be a throwing error on Brown into center field and runners at the corners with nobody out here for Efren Nunez. As Brown turned to throw that uh, ball kind of faded, you could see it kind of run as it was going, and there was no way the second baseman uh, Saunders could catch it. 2-2 two, two is fouled away and stays at 2-2. Two two. Sometimes that tailing fastball is great when you're throwing it towards the plate, but anywhere else it's a problem. Yeah. For your defenders. Yeah, it sure is. And as a pitcher, you want to throw a ball that's catchable there. Uh, maybe you're not trying to get the out. He was trying to be too fine with it, I thought. Just throw a ball that the guy can catch and pitch again. 2-2 two, two is roped into the right center field gap. It's going to get down for Nunez, and it is going to one-hop into the glove of Tushenko. He spins and fires, scoring easily from third is blank. The Mavericks break the goose egg, and they are on the board down 14-1. to on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. It's an RBI double for Efren Nunez, and it pushes Braden Wingett to third base, two Mavericks in scoring position for Brent Renteria with nobody out here in the fourth. Tremendous at-bat there by Nunez. 2-2 uh, two -two count there, did a nice job of taking a pitch there to get to that spot, and then got a fastball that he could hit and even drive, and he drove it into the right center gap. And the ball was out over the plate, and Nunez just kind of poked it the other way. First pitch on the way to Renteria. Catches the outside corner for a strike. Sometimes you see players 
expand their zone down 14 runs. Nunez did not do that that at bat. No, very patient. Renteria golfs at a pitch low and comes up empty. It's 0-2. Stayed disciplined on the first one, then swung wildly at the second one. And it's 0-2 to Brent Renteria, the junior. That one was way outside. Tried to get him to chase. Good thought there by Brown, but Renteria holds steady. The Chandler-Gilbert Community College transfer. Two on. Nobody out for the Mavericks. That one is smoked towards Pahukoa. He's got the runner caught in a rundown. Wing it broke for home plate, and they finally get him. They'll retire him on the 5-2-6 rundown. They'll exchange the runner at third for a runner at first, and Nunez has to stay put. There's one away. Kind of interesting strategy on uh, the Nighthawks uh, with the third baseman, even with the bag there, so that he could cut the run. Uh, you would think up 14-1 to one that they would almost concede that, just take the out, but uh, they, don't, they don't play it that way. They play to, to stop that run and, and uh, you know, got the ball that they needed to up. Uh, uh, with the third baseman catching the ball and throwing him out at the plate. Now it'll be Derek Shaver. He took over for Caleb Thomason in the first, or in the last, top half of the inning. First pitch misses to Derek. It's 1-0. Shaver played previously at Wichita State, now playing his senior year here at CMU. His 417 hitter on the season. Watches that one miss the zone. It's 2-0. Shaver, big, strong lad, 6'4", 215. This is his fifth or seventh appearance. He's made four starts. Did not get the start today, but he's at the hot corner now for the Mavericks and head coach Chris Hanks. Here's the 2-0. Comes inside and fooled him. Shaver swings and misses. One of the things Coach Hanks spoke about uh, in the last ball game last week, he said we've got a lot of depth and he's going to play some guys uh, you may not start the game, but you may get in at some point and get a couple at-bats, and that's what we're seeing right here. Here's the 2-1. Fouled away, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Like we mentioned, there's 16 different guys with at least two starts for the Mavericks. Jonathan Gonzalez, who we haven't seen yet. Max Burney. Some of the regulars so far in the early going for the Mavericks. The first game of the season that Gonzalez hasn't started. Here's the 2-2. Two, two. That one comes inside, and Shaver chops it foul. We'll stay at two and two, but Gonzalez, Shaver, Nunez, Bernie, Thomason, Renteria, Sherrar, Winget, Blank, Ethan Ezor, Paul Schoenfield, Rocco DeFrancesco, Declan Wiesner, TJ Ream, Tyler Glowacki, Kennedy Hara, Kyle Miller, all with multiple starts this season. That's a lot of names. A lot of good depth. Here's the 2-2 as the sun dips behind some clouds. Derek Shaver pokes that one the opposite way, and he drives it in front of Tashenkel in right field. Runners stop. Nunez at third. Renteria at second. And Derek Shaver with a hit off the bench for the Mavericks loads the bases for Christoph Stefanos. Nice job there by Derek Shaver. Took a curveball and didn't try to do too much with it. Just kind of punched it out into right field. Uh, beat the shift. Uh, North, Northwest Nazarene had the second baseman all, all the way out in the third base side of the second base uh, so there was nobody there 
It would, it would have been a base hit anyway, but uh, interesting how they played that. Pitching coach comes out for Nazarene, Matt Holub. They'll bring in the entire infield. Is this the first time we've seen Josh Brown really scuffle here? One run already in. Joey Blank scoring on Efren Nunez's RBI single. Well, for CMU, this is their chance to get back in the ball game with one out, bases loaded. Here you've got an opportunity to put up a, a big number here and maybe, again, get yourself back in the game. Guy who could bring some power, Stefanos, from Stevenson Ranch, California. Played high school at West Ranch. He digs in, righty-righty matchup. Brown kicks and fires. That one first pitch swinging is poked foul down the right field line. Just missing the Coca-Cola trailer down on the plaza between all of the facilities over here on the eastern side of the, or western side of the campus for the Mavericks. The Bergman Sports Complex. The 0-1 upstairs. Swung on and missed by Stefano. He's in an 0-2 hole. Great pitch there by Brown. Uh, fastball up and in, and uh, just Stefano's just couldn't catch up with it. Uh, one of those pitches that you see as a hitter that you, you think you can hit a long ways and it just keeps climbing on you. Brown toes the rubber. Bases loaded, one out. Here's the 0-2. Low and away. Tried to get Stefano's to chase and did not. Just a wealth of fantastic facilities here at CMU. Soccer, lacrosse pitch down the way, far beyond the left field fence. Here's the one-two. Brown delivers. Stefanos drives that one into left field. Is it going to stay fair? It is! And it's out of here. Christos Stefanos. Slathered and mustard. It's a grand salami. And the Mavericks pull closer. It's now 14 to 5 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Nunez, Renteria, Shaver all score. Stefano's first hit of 2024 is a grand slam to cut the deficit to nine. And what a great time to do that, too. Uh, you're down 14 to 1 now. It's 14 to 5. Uh, you got some life in you. Like to see the competitiveness out of the. Mesa hitters here. This has been a great inning for them as they, Brown was, you know, in complete control through those first three innings and suddenly started to struggle and they've got him on the ropes here. Maybe try to get him out of the ball game and get into their pen. One away in the inning for Declan Wiesner who gets hit on the first pitch and he'll take his base. Mavericks dugout, like you mentioned, Ray, alive really for the first time today. Well, a grand slam will do that to you, and, and uh, nice to see them have some life here. And we still have a lot of baseball left to be played here. We're not even, uh, what is this, bottom of the fourth here, so a lot, of, a lot of opportunities still to get back in this thing. Not even halfway home yet. 14-5 to 5 Mavericks on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. And Declan Wiesner still shaking that one off after getting hit on the left forearm. It looks like he's gonna, he's ready to go here. That does hurt, though. That, uh, that's an unprotected spot on your body, and if he gets part of that bone that's on your, on your elbow or forearm, that's really gonna sting. Now it's Kennedy Hara digging in for the Mavericks, the nine-hole hitter. First pitch swinging fouls it straight back. It's 0-1, and, and some stirring now in the right field bullpen for Northwest Nazarene with the 
black numbers on black jerseys and the very little red outline. It's hard to tell who's down there. Here's the 0-1 from Brown. Hara loops that one over a leaping shortstop Cole Kalnon into left field. It is the fifth hit of the inning for the Mavericks. And there's one on with one out for the top of the order and Rob Sherrar. And this would be a perfect time for Rob to break out of his early season slump. Yeah, it sure would. And the Mesa continues to put runners on here. You got first and second now. Two on, you're right. My mistake. Chance to see if uh, Northwest Nazarene plays the shift like they did earlier. Now you got your first base from the way behind the runner at first. First pitch to Sherrar is outside. 1-0. Wiesner at second. Hara at first. Five runs in the inning already for the Mavericks. Thanks in large part to the Christo Stefanos Grand Salamos. The 1-0 is outside. It's 2-0. Upstairs, 3-0 to Rob Sherrar. Mavericks a pitch away from loading the bases yet again. Yeah, this is a good at bat by Sherrar there. The, the first two pitches were close. That one wasn't uh, any, anywhere near the strike zone, but doing a nice job at taking his time, being patient, forcing him to throw pitches. 3-0, right down Broadway. It's 3-1 to Sherrar. Rob, as we mentioned, hitting 172. A couple of walks on the season in 29 at-bats. 3-1 from Brown. Rob rips that one down the right field line, but that is foul and tailing away from the park. Sherrard got a pitch he could hit there and just couldn't keep it in the park. There was just too far inside as he turned on it. Here's the payoff pitch from Brown. Righty fires. Rob ropes that one deep to right field. That's going to tail foul as well. And bound down near the shed in the corner. Getting ever closer to fair territory, though. It sure was. Another good swing by Sherrar. Got the pitch he was looking for. Just, again, turned on it just slightly that time. Just too much. And the payoff pitch again is low. And the Mavericks have loaded the bases yet again. They've sent nine to the plate. Down to third goes Wiesner. To second goes Hara. Sherrard takes his place at first base. And so far for the, or now for the Mavericks, it's a guy that has yet to be retired today, Joey Blank. He's got a pair of singles. And Chris Hanks is going to come out and talk with our home plate umpire, Doug Hodges. And I don't know if we have any changes coming. Uh, maybe they might run for for one of the base runners there, perhaps. Uh, Wiesner's still Wiesner, out yeah. at third. Yeah, that would because uh, you've got pretty good speed there at uh, second with Hurrah, and then uh, Sherrard, of course, your center fielder runs well, too. Uh, really quality at-bat there by Sherrard. Um, you know, he, he he got a couple good pitches, but, uh, you know, didn't try to do too much and then battled, battled his way to a walk there. Maybe insignificant in the stat book, but... Uh, Again, advancing, giving yourself another base runner, giving yourself a chance another to get another run. And 
First pitch is outside to Joey Blank. He's watched the first pitch miss the zone three times today. The sun still hides behind some clouds after a beautiful start to the game. 1-0, outside 2-0. We're going to have a pinch hitter, it looks like, on deck is Max Burney. Will hit for Braden Wingett. Here's the 2-0. And that one is poked into right field. It's tailing it. It'll fall in front of Tushankel. Scoring is Wiesner. Rounding third and heading home is Hara. He'll dive in in front of a throw. A two-RBI single for Joey Blank. He's three for three, and the Mavericks inch closer. It is 14-7 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Great job of hitting there. Didn't try to do too much with it. Uh... Got tied up just a little bit, but uh, strong enough to lift that into right field and and get those two runs in. Uh, just what um, CMU needed there. They cut the lead in half this inning, and you got to think you got a ball game maybe here. And now it'll be called to the bullpen for Joe Schaefer and the Nighthawks. Josh Brown's day is over. We'll tell you about the new pitcher after a break. Mavericks making it interesting. 14-7 in the bottom of the fourth. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at 243-1000. It's that time again. Time to rev up your tax return during our annual Mac to Refund sales event. This is Trish at Modern Classic Motors, and this year we've teamed up with H&R Block. So it's easy peasy as can be to do your tax return and match or refund up to $2,500 on your down payment. Let Modern Classic Motors take down the stress of doing your taxes and rev up the car of your dreams. See us at mcmautos.com or at 975 Independent Avenue and see why it's the most fun you'll have buying a car. Hey, Maverick fans, be sure to swing by your local Pizza Hut after the game to celebrate today's big win. Get a large pizza with up to three toppings for only $10. Don't forget to add your favorite order of wings covered in one of our nine signature sauces. Order online at PizzaHut.com. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Pitcher on the mound for the Nighthawks is going to be Adam Brooks, and he will face Max Burney for the Mavericks. First, let's get to Brooks, a 6'3", 200-pound lefty redshirt freshman from Puyallup, Washington. This will be his third appearance. Two innings pitch, two hits, one strikeout, no runs allowed. His ERA stands at zero. Pinch hitter for the Mavericks will be Max Burney. Max from Bingham, Utah. On the season is the Mavericks' fourth leading qualified hitter. 333, 5 of 15 with 5 RBI. Mavericks making things interesting. They've loaded the bases twice and have gotten six runs out of those two situations. A grand slam from Christos Stefanos and a two RBI single from Joey Blank. He stands at first base at third is Rob Sherrar with the Mavericks going first to third as that one was hit to right field. And Bernie will dig in. There is one away. 14-7. to seven. Mavericks trail on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard.
So it is Bernie playing a little BOC, burning for you. Lefty Brooks fires. That's a fastball. Looked like it tailed back towards the outer corner for a strike. Brooks, a tall, lanky, 6'3", 200. It looks like they're going to give him the signal pad out there so he can pick up the signals. Yep, he's going to put that on his wrist, and so that's how they're signaling that. And I guess he has to take it off the rubber to be able to see it, otherwise he's going to balk as he looks down at it. Didn't, didn't see that yeah, Brown had it, but he must have. And Chris Hanks is going to go out and talk to Hodges as they put the accoutrement on Brooks out on the mound. In, in a game like this, uh, mound visits are going to be so important. I'm sure he's asking, does that count as a mound visit? Uh, and I think a, a good question there. If this game continues on like it is, uh, we're going to see lots of changes. That's why he's got a thousand wins almost 700 games over 500 is Chris Hanks which is bonkers to think about very impressive here's the 0-1 from Brooks he kicks and fires curveball low Bernie watches it just float out of the zone it's 1-1 one and one. up next for CMU looks like that might still be Efren Nunez the left fielder Here's the 1-1. One, one. That one is inside and low. It's 2-1 to Max Burney. Max got the headline in the Maverick preview as weekend at Burney's. Five hits, a double, a home run, five RBI all last weekend. First pick fouls that one off the catcher Ayers, and it's 2-2. Two and two. So Max... His output last weekend was more than the previous two seasons combined. It was his first collegiate home run last weekend for Max Bernie, the redshirt junior. Been plugging along in the Mavericks program for a few years now. The Bingham, Utah product. 2-2, that one is chopped to short. Up with it is Calnon, goes to second for one. The relay in time. And Brooks comes in and induces a 4-6-3 double play to get out of the jam, but not before the Mavericks plate seven. They've made an interesting through four. 14-7, Northwest Nazarene leads on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Fifth inning on the way. Mavericks baseball on the team CMU Sports Network is presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. Maverick fans, be sure to swing by your local Pizza Hut after the game to celebrate today's big win. Get a large pizza with up to three toppings for only $10. Don't forget to add your favorite order of wings covered in one of our nine signature sauces. Order online at PizzaHut.com. Restrictions apply. 
See store for details. If you're not familiar with the health benefits of chiropractic care, Grand Junction Chiropractic invites you to discover how good you can feel. For over 40 years, Grand Junction Chiropractic's been helping people of all ages enjoy better health by keeping all the body systems working properly. They offer same-day appointments so you don't have to wait around in pain. And there's no commitment to a lengthy treatment plan. Just the safe, secure, and effective care you need. Grand Junction Chiropractic, 12th and Orchard. Call 970-241-1199. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado Sports Leader, the team. Fifth inning here at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex, Rio Van Gilder, along with Ray McLennan, and we have a new pitcher on the mound for the Mavericks. They're going to the lefty, Caleb Reuter, 6'7", 220, from Faith Christian High School in Arvada. The junior played previously at Southeast Community College, and for Reuter on the season, making his season debut for the Mavericks. He'll take over for Tristan Wolf, who worked a couple innings of relief, given up a few hits, gave up the three solo home runs for the Mavericks. Ruder very tall in stature out there. Uh, Derek Shaver handed him the ball. Shaver's a big, tall kid. Uh, Ruder towers over him as well. Yeah. It'll be Carter Walsh to get things started. Walsh. 0 for 2 with a walk and a run scored. First pitch misses. Second pitch misses as well. It's 2-0. and The downward angle that Ruder should be able to get on his, on his pitch should be very impressive from that tall stature. That one doesn't come down at all. It zips high out of the zone. It's 3-0. and Here's the 3-0. That one's high, and it's a four-pitch walk to the leadoff hitter, Carter Walsh. Yeah, all four of those pitches were, were high and high fastballs. I just can't seem to get on top of the ball to bring it down. Let's see if he can make an adjustment out of the stretch here. His second walk in the inning, or second walk for Walsh, the fifth on the day for the Nighthawks. And that one hits Casey Wayne. So five pitches, two base runners, not nary a strike to be found for Reuter. Well, you hate to do that, too, especially after your offense. Just put seven runs up. You don't want to put, put the first two batters on. Get you the line on Wolf here in a moment. Digging in is Caleb Karpstein. He's already got a three-run homer to his credit. Curveball loops out of the zone. It's 1-0. So Hohenstein went two innings, five runs, ten hits. All or. Five hits, ten runs, all of them earned. Four walks and a strikeout. Here's the 1-0. Misses, it's 2-0. Then Tristan Wolf came in, two innings of relief, four hits, four runs, three of them were earned. He struck out three and walked one. And now Reuter has already hit a batter and walked a batter. And it's 2-0 to Karpstein. 
It's 3-0. and Just can't seem to find that strike zone. He uh, thrown eight pitches, and none of them have hit the zone. Missed high with that fastball, and then the uh, previous pitch was a curveball that was outside. Checks the runner. A long look at Walsh at second base and comes to the dish for his first strike of the inning. Reuter has great velocity on his pitch. Just got to try to find that strike zone. Let's see if he can come back and throw a strike here. Here's the 3-1. Reuter sets at the waist. Checks Walsh. Comes to the dish. Looked a little off speed. Got Karpstein to foul it away, and it's three and two. The angle that it, the ball, the pitch comes in at, it's got to be tough for the hitters. Uh, as, as from the left side, it's always difficult. Lefty-lefty matchup here, but then the ball has such a downward angle to it. Here's the three-two. Swung on and missed. A little sweeper, and Karpstein goes down on strikes for the second straight at bat, and there's one away for Duke Pahukoa. Ruder maybe just trying to get comfortable out there. That was three good pitches there. Actually, four good pitches there as he fouled one of them back. But uh, great breaking ball there on a 3-2 to first strike three. Pahukoa stands in. He homered to start off the fourth. He struck out, grounded out, one for three. Ruder comes to the plate. That curveball low. And it's a ball. Ruder, we mentioned 6-7. There's Five guys that wear a number in the 40s for the Mavericks, and Christo Stefanos is the smallest at six foot. Here's the 1 0. Fastball swung on and missed. It's 1 and 1. You have Reuter at 6 7. Spy Turnbow is 6 8. We have yet to see the redshirt junior on the mound for the Mavericks this year. Then Jacob Rhodes is 6'3". Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Nunez is 6'4". Here's the 1-1. Upstairs, throw back down to second base by Wiesner. Chases Walsh back to the bag, but it's 2-1 to Pahukoa. Sun kind of peeking out from the clouds. Here's the 2-1, fisted into right field. Renteria settles underneath it. Walsh will tag, move to third, the throw cut off, and it's a fly out for Pahukoa. Walsh moves to third. There's two away here in the fifth for Reuter. Good strong throw by Renteria there in right field. Uh, I was surprised they tagged there, but uh, the ball was, was kind of shallow, shallow right, but uh, just deep enough, and I guess the with the tail on it, it took him towards the foul line, so it was far enough away to make that uh, a base that the, the, the runner there, uh, Walsh, could move up on. Tashenko will, now, will stand in. Trevor Tashenko. Curveball catches this plate for a strike. Tashenko yet to put the ball in play, and he's been on base twice. Walked and scored in the second and the third and struck out last inning. 0-1. Curveball slides outside as Tashenko thought about swinging, but he held up. Reuter's breaking ball has a lot of life to it. It, uh, it really kind of really moves, and, and that time it started on the plate and then curved outside. 
1-1. Tries the back door. No dice there. That one looked like it had a little bit more snap as opposed to kind of the glide of the other. Yeah, it sure did. Here's the 2-1. Ruder fastball chopped. Hara snares it. Goes to first. And Ruder walks a batter on four pitches. Hits a batter. So five pitches, two runners. They're both stranded. And halfway through this one, the Mavericks are halfway out of their 14-0 hole. 14-7 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Bottom of the fifth on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team CMU Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. You can get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Every business needs a customized strategy. DWC CPAs and advisors provide comprehensive advisory services tailored for your unique industry and business. We provide insight and advise clients on financial performance, strategic planning and optimization, business startups and growth, business valuations, succession plans, wealth management, and much more. Find us online at DWCAdvisors.com. DWC CPAs and advisors, investing in our people, clients, and communities. Buy your next vehicle from someone you trust at Grand Valley Auto Sales. My name is Josh Maces, and I am now at Grand Valley Auto. If you've worked with me in the past, you know my level of dedication to my customers. Some of you are probably smiling now. Erica, what got you into this? I wanted to make a difference in the car industry. Over 16 years of experience putting dreams in driveways. Y también hacer una diferencia en la comunidad. Grand Valley Auto, 2465 Highway 6 and 50. We're the people that you can trust. Then at Grand Valley Auto, somos las personas en las que puedes confiar. The Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa Sports. Bottom of the fifth at the Diamond at the Bergman Sports Complex. It's Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. And the Mavericks try to continue out of that 14-0 hole. They're halfway there, 14-7. They lead on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Now it's Ethan Nunez. He singled in a run and scored last inning for the Mavericks as they sent 11 to the dish. He'll work against Adam Brooks, who came in in relief of Josh Brown. Got a double play, got out of the inning. First pitch is a called strike by the home plate umpire, Doug Hodges. Nunez in a no-one hole. Brooks kicks and fires. Nunez skies that one to center field. A couple of steps back. Walsh settles underneath it. And there's one away. Pretty good swing by Nunez there. Just kind of got underneath it. Uh, easy play there in center field for, for Carter Walsh there for the, the first out. But uh... Now it's Brent Retoria. He reached on a fielder's choice in the fourth. Scored on the Stefanos Grand Slam. Also grounded out to the pitcher his first time up. So he's 0 for 2 technically. First pitch is outside, 1 and 0. Brooks working more deliberately than our starting pitcher today, Josh Brown. He'll hold the ball for 2, 3, 4 seconds sometimes. That one, he holds on to a split second too long and throws it at the feet of Renteria into the backstop. It's 2 and 0. The Nighthawk shortstop is almost right next to the third baseman as they shift. Uh, second baseman close to the second base. Uh, big hole up the middle there as you look. 
plenty of room to the left of the first baseman, Karpstein, as well. His left. That would be the right field line side of things. The 2-0 misses. Renteria ahead 3-0. Brooks kicks and fires. That one is inside as well. A four-pitch walk to Brent. Brent Renteria. He reaches for the second time. I want to bring up Derek Shaver. He singled and scored on the Grand Slam last inning. A former Grand Junction Tiger. Played hoops over at the corner of 5th and eh, not really North Avenue, but 5th and North. They had the last basketball game in that gym last night. The Tigers beating Denver North and advancing to the Sweet 16 of the high school basketball playoffs as Shaver fouls that one off the screen. This time the shift is all the way over. The second baseman's on the third base side of second base. Short stops in the in the, in the hole there, about 30 feet from the third baseman. Saunders is in position to play short at a double play depth. That's how far across the bag he is. The Mavericks are going to take advantage as Renteria takes off and dives in with a stolen base. Brent Renteria taking off. He's three for three on the season now. They took advantage of the shift as you had Kalnon. He's out of that play. You mentioned he's in shallow left field almost. The pitch was a ball. And then Kaylor Saunders is 10 to 12 feet left of second base. Center fielder shades that way as well. Shaver just waves and misses. It's one and two. Now without the runner at first base, you see the first baseman, Karstein, uh, He's about 30 feet off of first base. 1-2, Shaver drives that one off the screen above the first base dugout. We'll stay at 1-2. and two. Derek played Wichita State, came over to the Mavericks last year. Seen as playing time increase this season. There's the 1-2, curveball. Outside corner for a called strike three. Derek goes down on strikes for the third time. You could see he looked back at Doug Hodges like, don't call that, don't call that. And it's a strikeout. First one for Brooks on the day. Second one of the season. And there's two away for Christos Stefanos, who deposited a 1-2 pitch into the Mavericks bullpen for a grand slam last time up. That curveball tails over the outside corner for a called strike. That was more of a slider. Cutter, maybe? Definitely had a, a wiggle to it. Mm-hmm. Here's the 0-1. Brooks holds, now fires. That one is a big looping curveball that Stefanos way out in front. Pahukua scoops it up on the run and throws across the diamond to retire Christos. 5-3. to three. So the Mavericks put a runner on, but are not able to push Brent Retoria across home. And through 5, they trail 14-7 to seven on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Sixth inning on the way. It's Mavericks baseball on the Team Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Call Ken for a quote at 243-1000. 
Hi, this is Dave Herkamp with ProSpace Interiors here in Grand Junction. ProSpace has been serving the office furniture needs of local businesses for over 45 years. Our experienced sales and design staff can assist you in selecting the right office furniture from over 50 manufacturers. And our professional installation crews will get the job done right. So, for your next office project, big or small, give the pros at ProSpace a call at 242-7575 or online at ProSpace.biz. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. Our locally owned Ace stores are committed to helping our neighbors and our communities. And because we're in the neighborhood, we can deliver almost anything you need. So shop in store or online for whatever your home or yard needs. Choose from top brands like Milwaukee, Steel, Traeger, and Benjamin Moore. Then pick up in-store, curbside, or we'll deliver your order right to your home. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know how to help. See acehardware.com for details. Yes, Michael, 1340 KTMM Grand Junction, 101FM, K260, 60, Grand Junction, 102.1, K271AE, Delta. Go to the 6th Mavericks Trail, Northwest Nazarene, the 19th-ranked team in the nation, 14-7 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Caleb Reuter continues on. His second inning of work comes across the dish. And it is a called strike to Kaylor Saunders, who has a home run in this game. First pitch a strike, second pitch a ball, it's one and one. Reuter looks a little more comfortable this inning out on the mound. He uh, delivers a fastball for a strike, and then his breaking ball just misses there on that second pitch. Saunders, one leg shy of the cycle. He's not going to get it there. Skied into shallow right center field. Underneath it is Renteria. And for the first time today, Kaylor Saunders is retired on the F9. Want to bring up Manny Casillas. You're right, you're right, Ray. There, Reuters settled in. He's retired four in a row now. Sometimes just getting out there and getting a feel for it's it's so much different to, to throw to a live hitter than it is in the bullpen. Uh, and just getting going is, is a good thing here. Curveball misses. And for Reuter, coming over from junior college, making his D2 debut, probably some nerves. You're facing the 19th-ranked team in the country. Your team was was in a 14 nothing hole as that ball starts up, stays up. It's 2-0. Well, this is the part of the lineup that's been so tough for, for CMU pitchers to get out here. And he, so far, he's done all right. 2-0 is in there for a called strike. Tashenkel, Saunders, Casillas, and Kalnon. Ten runs scored today for the 5-6-7-8 hitters. 2-1, fouled into Wiesner's glove, and it's 2-2. Two and two. Really? They had three walks, a hit batter. They've had three home runs as Casillas has gone back-to-back innings with Dingers in the third and the fourth. It's just been an offensive display. Swung on and missed, and Casillas strikes out. That is the second for Reuter. Great tempo, great curveball there. He catches Casillas, uh, I, I guess, guessing fastball. Uh, he, he, his shoulder flew out, uh, as the left-handed hitter flew out to to the right field side there and had no chance of hitting that pitch. That was a great pitch by Reuter. Now it's Cole Kalnon. Reuter working from the stretch. That one zips high and outside. It's 1-0. and 
for Reuter. So important here to stay focused and get this last out. So many times as a pitcher, you get those first two outs quickly, and then you let up a little bit. That one is chopped past the diving shaver at third and into left field. And Kalnon is aboard for the third time. A single, his second hit. And there's one on with two away for Quentin Ayers, the catcher, nine-hole hitter for the Nighthawks. Kalnon drives that pitch uh, just to Shaver's left here, just a good hard ground ball that uh, gets past him. Shaver made a good effort at it, trying to dive and catch it, but just, just away from him. Runner on first. And Kalnon goes. Pitch upstairs, throw down, not in time. As that one started to dive and coming up, Hara had to come up towards the mound to catch that one. I think he was just too far away, the swipe tag on Kalnan, who steals his third base of the season. Great throw there by Weisner. By Wiesner. It uh, got a great jump. Kalnan got a great jump off of uh, Reuter, and, and uh, the throw kind of carried the second baseman into the play, but just, uh, just missed him. 1-0 misses. It's 2-0. Look like the follow-through on the first two, just not quite there for Reuter this time around. Yeah, it sure was. Sometimes as a big pitcher, it's hard to be quick to the plate, and you can see the Nighthawk runners taking advantage of that. That one is outside. Throw back down behind Kalnan. Hara secures it, but Kalnan is back safely to second base, and it's 2-1. and one. We thought we might see Northwest Nazarene steal a little bit and, and run the bases, and maybe we're going to get a picture of that now. Seen a couple takeoffs for them. The 2-1 is lined to Hara, who snares it, and the two-out single goes for naught as he's stranded at second. That's Kelnon, and Ruder puts down Northwest Nazarene harmlessly in the sixth. Through five and a half, the Nighthawks lead 14 to seven on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. Home half of the six on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken at CoverMeKen.com. For years, hunters and shooters have come to Jerry's Outdoor Sports from all over the country. Now you can shop at Jerry's anytime, anywhere. Jerry's Outdoor Sports has officially launched their new online experience. Shop their legendary inventory of rifles, shotguns, safes, ammo, and more with any Wi-Fi connected device. Just go to jerrysoutdoorsports.com to shop online and use promo code radio to get 10% off your entire online order. That's promo code radio for 10% off. Jerry's Outdoor Sports, the local's choice for specialty shooting supplies. I'm Dr. Yonker with Peak Performance Chiropractic. We like to give individualized treatment. We're not a cookie cutter, same treatment for everybody that comes to our office. We understand that we're all similar, but each person requires more specific type of treatment geared towards their needs. So we have different treatment options and different treatment techniques that we can use to help people feel better, function better, and live better. Call 970-242-1903. Peak Performance Chiropractic, restoring you to your peak performance. Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Bottom of the sixth at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Bottom of the order for the Mavericks. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. 8-9-1 in the order for CMU. It'll be Wiesner, Hara, and Sherrar. Declan. 0 for 1. He's been plunked and 
He scored a run back in the fourth inning. Hara's got a single. Rob Sherrard is looking for his first hit. As he's 0 for 2 with a walk. Brooks continues on his third inning of work. Kicks and fires. Outside for the ball. It's 1-0. Brooks came in, got a double play to end the fourth. Worked around a walk in the fifth. And here in the sixth is up 1-0 on Wiesner. We're behind 1-0. 1-0 catches the zone. It's 1-1. One one. Brooks fires outside. Got that silverish, whitish glove that you can see him flared out open when he's getting the grip on his delivery. Seems to do that every time, though, so they're not really a tip there. Here's the 2 1 in there for a called strike. Sometimes you see guys flare that glove a little more when they're gripping that curveball. That's right. They dig a little harder. And as, as a hitter, if you can pick that up, uh, tip that pitch a little bit, uh, always nice to know what's coming at you. Here's the 2-2 to Wiesner. A Walter State Community College transfer. He chops that to third. Pahukoa with one hop, fires it across the diamond, and then there's one away. thought that might have been a tougher play. Uh, we saw Baltimore chop last weekend where it uh, hit in that area and it bounced over the third baseman's head. Uh, that time... Paukoa did a nice job of uh, getting it on the big hop and making an easy play out of it. He is a very, very solid third baseman so far here through six innings for the Nighthawks. 19th ranked team in the nation here in Grand Junction. Take on the 12th ranked Mavericks. Hara fouls that one away. Kennedy behind 0-1. Kennedy aggressive. This is going to be the fifth pitch he's seen here in the sixth inning. As a nine-hole guy, he goes up there swinging the bat. Uh, he's got to like his aggressiveness. See if he can get on here and get something going. Kennedy, 0 oh for 9 on the season coming in. Got his first hit of the year back in the fourth. And the 0-1 misses. It's 1-1. One and one. Kennedy from Aiea, Hawaii. Here's the 1-1. Inside. Two and one. Four letters, nary a consonant to be found in Iea, Hawaii. Of course, a lot of a lot of vowels and apostrophes in Hawaiian names. Two one is outside. It's three and one. On deck is Rob Sherrar. Senior from Newberry Park, California. Three-one is skied high and foul and out of play to the right side, and it's three and two. That looked like a breaking ball uh, on a three-one pitch, which is surprising to a nine-hole hitter. Kennedy, one of those guys fighting for innings out there in the Mavericks infield. Here's the 3-2. That one is roped into center field. Carter Walsh going after it. He's not going to get it. It's over his head. Bounces right under the 390 marker in left center. Kennedy Hara 
came into the game with no hits. He's got a single and a double. And the Mavericks have something going here with one away six. As the ball carried there, I thought it was going to stay up just long enough for Carter Walsh to get underneath it, but it just kept carrying. It ended up bouncing maybe four or five feet before the warning track, and then the one hops into the fence, and he, he's in there for and Kenny Harris in there for an easy double. A little more juice on it than I thought initially coming off the bat. And long walk to the mound for Joe Schaefer. A second look to the dugout, and there's the signal. Adam Brooks' day is over, and we'll see a new pitcher on the mound for the Nighthawks. Mavericks down 14-7, to but threatening here in the sixth. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Next time you need a prescription filled, wouldn't it be nice to walk into your pharmacy and be greeted like a friend, to be taken care of by people who know you by name and care about meeting your needs? That's what you get at Palisade Pharmacy. The folks at Palisade Pharmacy haven't forgotten the importance of old-fashioned hometown service by friendly people who know their business. With great prices, immunizing and diabetic clinic, as well as accepting all third-party insurance. So you get help, not hassles. Palisade Pharmacy, 707 Alberta and Palisade. Call 464-5668. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport is a proud supporter of CMU Athletics. From overnight lodging to meetings and special events, they're ready to meet your needs. Their grand ballroom can accommodate up to 100 people, and it's never too early to plan your company Christmas party. Call 970-623-4346 to book your event or schedule a tour. And be sure to visit the Grand Valley Bar and Grill after the game. Enjoy great food and drink specials when you bring your ticket stub. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport, 2751 Crossroads Boulevard. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. New pitcher on the mound for the Nighthawks. We go from Brown to Brooks to Josh Bishop, the 6'2", 215-pound junior righty from Sydney, Australia, Kirawee High School down under, and Missouri Valley College is where he started. He's on the mound for the Nighthawks. For Bishop, this will be appearance number four. He's got a 3.86 ERA across four and two-thirds innings. Two runs, both earned on two hits. He struck out four. Top of the Mavericks order, it's Rob Sherrar. First pitch swinging, waves at it, and comes up empty. I was surprised to see the Nighthawks make a switch there. You've got a left-handed pitcher facing a left-handed Sherrar, um, but brings in the right-hander here to in Bishop to face Sherrar. Not a conventional matchup. Oh, here comes Bishop. Curveball is low. Hara takes off aggressive to third, and he's going to get in under the throw from Ayers. Good hustle there by Hara. Pitch in the dirt, kind of bounces away from, from Ayers uh, and just to his right and just enough so that Hara can advance to third. Kennedy Hara at third. He doubled and moved over on. I believe that's going to be a wild pitch. It's a one and one to Rob Sherrar drive in that run, you'll feel a lot better starting the season 7 for 31 if you're Rob Sherrar. Here's the 2-1. That one is skied, fisted into shallow left field. Charging in on it is Wayne, and he hauls it in. Hara bluffs, but has to hold, and Rob Sherrar is retired for the second out of the inning. 
Just not quite deep enough uh, as it kind of hung up there. Sherrard got a fastball and got fisted just a little bit uh, and didn't get a lot of good barrel on it. Uh, it, it hung up there in left field and uh, just, just too shallow to try to score that run. Now it's Joey Blank. He's got three of the Mavericks' eight hits, two RBIs and a run scored for the Oak Park, California product. First pitch misses by Bishop. You mentioned the pitching change. The only thing I can think of is maybe still a pitch limit early in the season for the Nighthawks. 1-0 inside almost hits Joey on the leg. Well, you look at Bishop so far, he's got pretty good stuff. His fastball's got good life to it, uh, and his curveball's kind of got an electric uh, slide to it, almost like a slider. 2-0 is upstairs. It's 3-0 and quickly to Joey Blank. So maybe as this game tightened up to 14-7, they're thinking uh, we've got to get one of our regular middle-inning relievers into the ballgame to kind of stop it. Four pitches and a walk for Joey Blank, so he reaches for the fourth time today, and that'll put runners at the corners for Max Burney. He grounded into a double play to end the fourth inning. But Max, being a Utah product, took over for the Draper Utah product, Braden Wingett. Two outs, runners at the corners, Mavericks threatening, and Bishop picks to third. I'm not sure Pakua, or Pahukoa, rather, could see that one in the sun as he's looking almost directly into the sun as he faces his pitcher, Bishop. That's such a dangerous play because if that ball gets by him, now you just give up a run. First pitch to Bernie is in there for a called strike. And like you said, it looked like he surprised him a little bit uh, that the ball even came that way. Bishop comes set at the waist. Fires. Curveball catches the inside corner for a called strike. Max Burney disagrees, but there's not much you can do about it. It's 0-2. two from Bishop. Bernie pokes that one into right field. It's going to go into the corner. Tshankel chases after it. Scoring is Hara. Rounding third being waved home is Blank. No throw as taking time to dig it out of the corner was Tshankel. It's an RBI double with two strikes for Max Bernie. His sixth ribby of the season. A good piece of two strike hitting as he just slapped his hands at it and knocked it into right field for a hit. Boy, it sure was. And Bernie didn't try to do too much uh, outside fastball. That was going to be a strike, and he just slapped it, as you said. He just pushed it to, to the right field. The ball uh, then gets to the fence and kind of gets hung up out there. It looked like uh, uh, Tishankel had trouble digging it out of there and uh, able to get uh, two runs in on that. Now it's Efren Nunez, and he'll slap that one into right field. Rounding third and heading home is Bernie. Tishankel is up with it. Throw is cut off. The Mavericks played three so far in the sixth. They're within four, 14 to 10 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. A couple of RBI singles on the afternoon for Ethan Nunez. He's now up to seven, and it's Brent Retoria. Nice swing there by Nunez. Almost the same approach that you saw Bernie had. Uh, didn't try to do too much outside fastball. This one looked like it was about belt high. 
he just drove it into right field and uh, able to get that run across. And as a fan, if you left early, uh, you might want to come back. It's going to be a ball game here. Curveball comes inside on Renteria and misses, but a good job, Mavericks. You have that kind of tail by Bishop on the fastball, and they've just really thrown the bat head at it and got a couple of hits. Right, sometimes as a hitter, when you're down a bunch, you want to take big swings and try to hit that uh, seven-run home run, which is impossible to get your team back in it, but they've done a good job of just nibbling here. 1-0 pitch misses inside. It's 2-0. And that one comes in, and that will get Renteria on the forearm. The second Maverick hit on the front forearm today pushes Nunez to second, and there's two on with two out for Derek Shaver. This is a guy that can do damage with that fastball. It'll be Derek Shaver. 6'4", 215, the Grand Junction Tiger. Back playing with the hometown Mavericks after a stint at Wichita State. One of two Tigers on the squad, of course. Coach's son and Derek's former teammate, Jared Hanks. That fastball is outside on the corner for a called strike. Bishop looks like he's kind of rushing pitches, too. Uh, he doesn't look as smooth as he did earlier as he was pitching as he faces, what, his uh, sixth hitter here. Curveball, chop to Pahukoa. He's going to race and beat Nunez to the third base bag, and the Mavericks are retired in the sixth, but they push three more across. It's 14-10 to 10 CMU as we head to the final third of this game. Top of the seventh on the way, 14-10, Mavericks Trail, Northwestern Nazarene. We'll be back with the seventh. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Did you know Community Hospital now offers comprehensive reconstructive and cosmetic plastic surgery services? board-certified plastic and microvascular surgeon, Dr. Stacey Henderson is the only plastic surgeon in the region to offer completely natural breast reconstruction options. In addition to advanced reconstructive plastic surgery, our team also performs aesthetic breast and body procedures using the most up-to-date techniques. Restore your beauty and love the way you look. Call Grand Valley Plastic Surgery today at 644-4430. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport is a proud supporter of CMU Athletics. From overnight lodging to meetings and special events. They're ready to meet your needs. Their grand ballroom can accommodate up to 100 people, and it's never too early to plan your company Christmas party. Call 970-623-4346 to book your event or schedule a tour. And be sure to visit the Grand Valley Bar and Grill after the game. Enjoy great food and drink specials when you bring your ticket stub. The Holiday Inn and Suites Grand Junction Airport, 2751 Crossroads Boulevard. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado Sports Leader, the team. Top of the seventh, top of the order for Northwest Northwest Nazarene. Easy for me to say. First pitch from Reuter misses and goes off the glove of Wiesner. To Carter Walsh strides to the plate for the fifth time. Ground out, a fly out, a couple of walks. RBI or run scored. And there's a chopper inside the third base bag past a diving Derek Shaver into the left field corner. Chasing it through there is Nunez heading into second with a leadoff double. His first hit of the game is Carter Walsh. Extra base hit number six or number five, double number four for Walsh. 
For Walsh, she got a fastball inside part of the plate. They're just turned on it, and that ball just barely snuck in fair uh, down the left field line there, just past third base. Uh, kind of hung up in the corner. Nunez did a nice job of cutting that off. I thought uh, the way it first kicked out, he might be able to get a triple out of it. So uh, good fortune for the Mavs on that one that Nunez was able to keep him in second. Now it's Casey Wayne. He's been aboard twice, drove in a pair with a single back in the second inning, a seven-run second. And he offers on a check swing at the first one, according to Doug Hodges behind the dish. It's 0-1 to Wayne. Grounded out to the pitcher, Liam Hohenstein. Hohenstein, rather. Seems like he was in this game a long time ago. 0-1 is low. It's 1-1. Hohenstein, in two-plus innings, gave up ten runs, all of them earned on five hits and four walks and a hit batter. And the Mavericks have erased that ten-run hole that their starting pitcher was in, and it's 14-10. Comes inside, catches the corner for a called strike. It's one and two to Casey Wayne. Nice pitch by Ruder. He pitches on the first base side, which, again, with that uh, tall delivery there, is another tough angle there for right-handed hitters, even for left-handed hitters, uh, to try to deal with. Here's the 1-2. Ruder checks the runner, comes to the plate, curveball low. It's 2-2. Two and two. Very Randy Johnson-esque. Feels to left-handed hitters like he's standing next to you as he releases it, I'm sure. Yeah, so tall out there on the mound. Here's the 2-2 to Wayne. Misses its 3-2 Wayne. A tall drink of water himself stands 6'4". 6'4", 220. Caleb Ruder, 6'7", 220. Wayne with the long stick. Ruder delivers the payoff pitch. Waved at and missed. Wayne goes down on strikes. That is the third strikeout for Reuter on the afternoon, and there's one away. Just overpowered him there. Good hard fastball. He just couldn't catch up. Uh, Wayne waved at it, but uh, again was was late on the on the swing and strike three. Now it's Caleb Karpstein. A couple of strikeouts and a three-run homer today, along with a ground out. Is one for four, but it's a very big one. Curveball comes in and catches the zone. That was a nice one. It's yeah, 0-1. Sure, sure was. It had a nice sweep to it. Uh, it broke a lot of long ways there. I'm not sure it ended up in the strike zone, but it got called there. Here's the 0-1 from Reuter. Sets at the belt, delivers. Fastball starts outside, stays outside. It's 1-1. One one. Shortstop for the Mavericks, Joey Blank. Deep into the hole on the dirt, almost on the grass. Reuter checks the runner, comes to the plate. Swing and a miss, went off speed, and Karpstein was way out in front. Karpstein's already been struck out by Tristan Wolf and by Caleb Reuter at one point today. Caleb, go to the put-away pitch here. 1-2 delivery. That one is fisted to center field. Sherrar is going to get underneath it. Walsh is going to tag, and he'll move up to third base, and Sherrar secures it for the second out of the inning. 
And a, and a big out there, too. Uh, and a pretty good pitch. Uh, kind of a big swing there by Karpstein. Uh, but uh, he just didn't get enough of it. Uh, kind of jammed uh, jammed himself as it uh, went further than I thought it was going to go. But uh, an easy out. Uh, but unfortunately, the runner moves to third. Duke Pahukoa digs in. He's got a two-run home run. Otherwise, 0 for 3. So 1 for 4. But again, a big 1. Ruder delivers. Curveball comes in and catches the back door for a strike. 0 and 1. Ruder delivers the 0-1. That one is skied into center field. Rob Sherrar runs to his left, calls off Renteria, and hauls it in onto the warning track. And the Mavericks get a leadoff, or the Nighthawks get a leadoff double, but Jacob Ruder works around it. And through six and a half, it's stretch time at the Diamond. Mavericks... Little work to do, but they got nine outs left. 14 to 10 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard in favor of the 19th ranked Night Hawks. Home half of the seventh on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the Team Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Faster, easier, better for you and your teeth. Laser Dentistry lets us take better care of you. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Johnson with Horizon Dental Care. With our state-of-the-art Photona Lightwalker Laser, there is less pain, less damage to surrounding tissues, shorter healing times, and better results. Almost every procedure can be done or enhanced with a laser's use. Come experience the evolution of dentistry. Check us out online, horizondentalcaregj.com. Horizon Dental Care, it's not just about teeth. The Grand Valley Disc Golf Headquarters, Triple Play Records, is proud to announce their new disc golf putting league Monday nights at the Mesa Theater. Have fun, improve your game, and win cash and prizes. One throw could win you $250 or more. Check-ins at 6.30 p.m. with the action starting at 7, and there's something new every week. Get in on the fun. The new disc golf putting league, sponsored by Grand Valley Underground Disc Golf, Mesa Theater, and Triple Play Records. Every Monday night at the Mesa Theater, 538 Main Street, Grand Junction. CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa Sports. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan, and the alliteration continues. Brown, Brooks, Bishop, now Gavin Brubaker for the Nighthawks. Joe Schaefer makes his third call out of the bullpen. The Lakewood, Washington product stands six foot tall. He weighs 185 pounds. The freshman played at Curtis High School and Brubaker will make his second appearance. He has one inning pitched, three runs allowed, all of them earned three hits, two walks, an ERA of 27 and hitters are hitting 500 against Gavin Brubaker and Christo Stefanos will be the first to dig in. He of the Grand Slam, he tried to hit another one there and he came up empty. One nice thing we're seeing here, and I, I didn't know if this would happen or not, but we're seeing a lot of pitchers from uh, both teams with the Nighthawks have their fourth pitcher in the ballgame today. Stefanos out in front, chops that to short. Nice hop into the gut for Kalnon, and he gets it across the diamond, and there's one away. Pretty easy ground ball there. Uh, it, it did take kind of a funny hop there, but Kalnon able to 
grab it close to his belly there and uh, was able to then get his feet right to make a pretty strong throw. Fourth pitcher for the Nighthawks. Three so far for the Mavericks, and Declan Wiesner will dig in. He was hit and scored in the fourth. Otherwise, a couple of ground outs to the left side. Brubaker delivers, swung on and missed. Brubaker with kind of a traditional uh, over-the-top kind of throw there. He's not uh, three-quarters by any means, and uh, you saw as uh, Stefanos came in, he was telling the on-deck hitter a little bit what he saw. Waved at and missed. Brubaker, very traditional all the way around. He's got the traditional wind-up, delivery. Walks around the mound with a purpose even. Here's the 0-2. And Stefanos lines that one to Pahukoa, who gets it off the dirt. Low, low throw to first base, but scooping it is Karpstein. And there's two away as Wiesner grounds out to Pahukoa for the second consecutive inning. Nice play on both ends of that uh, third baseman, Pakutoa. Uh, kind of picks that from the, the dirt there. A pretty sharp hit line drive ground ball and then throws it to nice uh, dig by Karpstein to get the out. Now it's Kennedy Hara. He's been aboard twice, scored twice, a single and a double. Watches that pitch miss the zone. It's 1-0. and Brubaker fires. Hara swings and skies that one to center field. Walsh camps underneath it and the Mavericks go in order in the seventh through seven complete Mavericks down four 14 to 10 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard the eighth inning is on the way Mavericks baseball on the team CMU Sports Network is presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000 opportunities together in a new Chevy. Meet up in an Equinox, winner of the J.D. Power Award for initial quality among compact SUVs. Lend a hand in the strong and capable Silverado, or mix it up in a high-tech track with an available 11-inch diagonal touchscreen. Find family, friends, and fun in the Chevy that's right for you. See Ed Bozarth Chevrolet. The J.D. Power 2023 U.S. Initial Quality Study Award information is at jdpower.com slash awards. You asked for it. So we did it. What do we build at Marsh Storage Sales? The crew will tell you. Shop in garages. Marsh Storage has the best quality and price on the western slope. Carport. There's any size for cars, boats, hay storage, or RVs. Pergolas and awnings. We build pergolas and awnings out of aluminum to last a lifetime. Storage building. Custom storage buildings are our specialty. You'll like the way we do business. At Marsh Storage Sales. Go to the top of the eighth at the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. And we have a pinch hitter in the game for the Nighthawks. That'll be Adam Paganelli. Paganelli takes over for Tashenkel. Tashenkel with a couple of walks, a couple of runs scored. Paganelli watches the first pitch from Ruder miss for a ball. Jacob Caleb Ruder gets in on the hands. That one is fouled away. It's one and one. Paganelli. A sophomore, a senior rather, from Maple, ba- Maple Valley, Washington. 
started at Sacramento City College, 5'10", 190. And this will be his eighth appearance. He hits 138 on the season. He fouls that one off. It's one and one. Four for 29 for Paganelli. He takes over for Tishankel. Trevor's day is done. Here's the one-two from Reuter. Comes inside, misses. It's two and two. Reuter working into his fourth inning, came in and to start the fifth and has kept the Nighthawks off balance. 2-2, chopped to short. Up with it is blank. Throws across the diamond in the dirt, but Max Birdie with a nice swipe at it. Good play on both ends there, and Paganelli is retired on the 6-3 ground out. The ground ball kind of took a big hop there at the end, which slowed it down and made it tough for, for Blank. Uh, he had to kind of rush his throw, and in doing so, threw it into the ground. Uh, Bernie comes up with a great pick over there on a, on a really tough chance. Now it's Kaylor Saunders digs in. First pitch misses inside. Saunders has a single, a double, a home run, and a fly out to right field on his ledger today. Reuter delivers the second one outside as well. It's two and two. Sun's back out, but it's cooling off as we get into deeper into the four o'clock hour. Here's the 2-0. That one is skied towards right field again. Over is Renteria. In fair territory, we'll make the catch, and there's two away. Nighthawk hitters are having trouble squaring balls up. Uh, you can see how, how dominant uh, Reuter is with the way his ball comes in there. He's got to be tough to, to hit, tough to see, and, and uh, certainly they're, they're, they're struggling with that, and that's a, a good thing for CMU. Casillas stands in. Manny Casillas is two for three, two home runs, a strikeout, four RBI, three runs scored, and a walk. That first pitch catches the zone. It is one and up or zero oh and one. Reuter's done a nice job of uh, throwing strikes here since those first two hitters that he faced, uh, and uh, he's not throwing every pitch a strike. He's throwing enough balls in there to keep keep them off balance, but uh, doing a good job of attacking the strike zone. Here's the 1-1, one, one. and checking his swing is Casillas. They appeal, and third base umpire Jacob Gustafson says no swing. Very close on that. Uh, the bat had almost crossed the plate. Not quite, though. 2-1. Misses. It's 3-1. That time you had Wiesner set up outside, and he hit his spot, but he was just outside the plate. on the way. That one is chopped past a diving birdie and into right field and Casillas has his first hit that stays in the ballpark. Three on the afternoon. Twelve total for the Nighthawks. And there's a runner at first and with two away for Cole Calnon. 
Bernie gave it a good effort on that. Uh, Max was just, just short on that dive, just kind of a glove's length away. Uh, just couldn't quite come up with it, and the ball gets into right field. Burke Bruder delivers. That one is skied foul and out of play. It'll be 0 and 1. Bruder's done a nice job of keeping the Mavs in the ball game here since coming in in the fifth, and that's so important in a game like this. Uh, you just hope that your offense can push four runs across and maybe tie it up to the next two innings. one on the way in there for a called strike and it's 0-2 to Cole Kalman. Here's the 0-2 Ruder delivers and just getting enough of it to have it pop out of Declan Wiesner's glove is Kalman and it's 0-2 again. Yeah, Ruder had Kellen off balance with that curveball that he threw there, and he just uh, Kellen just got enough of it, as you said, just a piece of that to stay alive. Caleb Ruder sets at the waist. The 0-2. Sky foul and out of play. Stays at 0-2. Ruder certainly doesn't waste an 0-2 pitch. Uh, he came right at him again the second time in a row. See what he does here. Runner at first base is Casillas. He's singled. Two down. Curveball drops into the bucket for a called strike three. That is strikeout number four on the outing for Reuter. And the Mavericks leave a runner stranded through seven and a half. They're down four on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. 19th ranked Northwest Nazarene, 14. 12th ranked CMU, 10. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team, CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richard State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. There's plenty for the family to do at River City Sportsplex. Enjoy the fun of cosmic skating, featuring the light show and live DJ. Cheer on CMU Hockey. Try something new with the Learn to Skate and Learn to Play classes for the figure skater and hockey player in all of us. Get signed up today for the Curling League. Spots are filling up fast. Check out the website for the full list of programs and events at River City Sportplex. Fun for the whole family. Visit RiverCitySportplex.com. What kind of shape are your tires in? Will they get you and your loved ones safely over those mountain passes this season? Better head to Firestone Complete Auto Care and pick out your new snow tires from the best brands in the business. No need to shop around either since Firestone will price match any tire. And they can handle all of your vehicle repairs and scheduled maintenances too. Firestone Complete Auto Care, serving Grand Junction and the Western Slope. Open seven days a week at 607 24 Road, just west of the Mesa Mall. This is Colorado Mesa Baseball on the Team CMU Sports Network. Bottom of the eighth, top of the order for the Mavericks, Sherrar, Blank, and Bernie. Rob Sherrar stands in. First pitch is a curveball from Brubaker, and it's 0-1. We talked early after the seven spot, Ray, that the Mavericks had 20-some outs to work with. Well, they're now down to just six. And Rob Sherrar's in an 0-2 hole. 
Just got to try to get base runners on. Give yourself a chance. Sharar takes those first two curveballs. That one is upstairs. It's one and two. Got a, an experienced hitter at the plate here, trying to get on base, get something ha- make something happen, get something going. Rob ropes that one inside the bag, down the right field line, into the corner, chasing after it is the right fielder for Northwest Nazarene. Rob Sherrar rounds second and dives headfirst into third with a leadoff triple. Paganelli had to chase that one into the corner. It got around Karpstein. And Rob Sherrar leads off the eighth with a triple for the Mavericks. Boy, he turned on that, hooked it right down the line, our right field line there just inside the bag there. When it got into that right corner down there on the 330 side, it kind of bounced around, kind of took a funny hop. Uh, looked like they were going to hold him at first, and then uh, with, the, with the ball bouncing away from Pagnelli, uh, he was able to get to third. Joey Blank digs in. First pitch misses to the Mavericks shortstop, who's been aboard all four times today. Three singles and a walk. Forgot to mark down that we had that new right fielder. Blank fouls that one off the screen. It's one and one. Nighthawk defense, you've got uh, first and third baseman even with their bag. Middle infield's back, so if he can knock one up the middle there, they're going to get that run in. Brubaker with the one and one delivers. Blank will chop that one to Pahukoa. Good third baseman there. Skies and gets that one. Throws it to first base. Blank is retired for the first time today. That was a little more challenging of a play than one would think. There took a kind of a high hop. You got the sun this time of the, the day shining in his eyes there, but he was able to corral it and make a good strong throw for the out. Max Burney doubled in a run in the sixth and scored himself for the Mavericks. That is their last tally on the scoreboard. They're down 14 to 10. Curveball drops into the zone. It's 0-1. Paganelli and right. Walsh in center. Casey Wayne still in left field for the Nighthawks. Pahukoa at third. Cold on count on at short. Saunders at second. Karpstein at first. Ayers still behind the dish. The 0-1 offered at by Bernie says first base umpire Teddy Butcher, Teddy Dutcher. That puts Bernie in a kind of a hole, an 0-2 hole here. Going to have to try to fight again. That ground ball up the middle with the, the way the middle infielders are back is, gives yourself a chance to score. 0-2 is skied to left field. Wayne chasing it back to the wall, and it's going to leave the yard. Max Bernie hit that one high. There's a slight breeze from right to left. And it caught just enough of it to carry out over the 372 marker. And Bernie hits his second dinger of the season. And he's got another RBI, two on the day, seven on the year. And the Mavericks are within a pair, 14 to 12 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center scoreboard. What a big hit there by Bernie. The ball got up in the air, and, and I didn't think it had a chance to go out, but it just kept going. Wayne kind of set up like he was going to catch and drift back and catch it, then it just uh, just kept going. First pitch to Ethan Nunez is fouled away. And that one just... I've seen balls like that carry in May and June, not not in February. 
So Which the, is helpful for the Mavericks. Yeah, the trajectory was very high, but it just kept going. 0-1 outside. It's 1-1. One and, one. and that ball was up in the zone. Bernie kind of, with the uppercut swing, just was able to get it out of the yard. It's 1-1 one and one to Nunez. Ethan with a couple of singles. Swings at the 1-1. One, one. It's 1-2. One An RBI yeah. single in the fourth and scored a run. An RBI single in the sixth. I don't know if Mavs fans agree that Nunez went around. The 1-2 skied high in the air. Chasing after it is Karpstein. He's going to just barely run out of room as he runs hard into the railing down the by behind the first base dugout where the ADA ramp is. And then it bounces out of play. It's a harmless foul ball. And Nunez will have another chance at it. Here's the one two. Outside, two and two to Ethan Nunez. Taking a look ahead with one out in the inning. Brent Renteria is the scheduled hitter after Nunez. 2-2 is roped into center field. Walsh camps under it, and he'll haul it in for the second out of the inning, and Renteria will stride to the plate. Through that bat there by Nunez, he, he got a pitch he could hit, just uh, got under it just a touch there, and it uh, was an easy fly ball for the center fielder Walsh to catch. So Brent Renteria will stand in. Brent is 0 for 2. Reached on a fielder's choice and scored a run. Chops that one foul. Sean McKinney tries to make a play and not able to get there. Quick hands. Then it looked like the grass corralled one of his foot, foot, feet. Easy for me to say. I'm a wordsmith. The 0-1 misses. It's 1-1. One one. Renteria walked, stole a base, has been hit, reached on the fielder's choice, scored a run, and chopped out to the starting pitcher, Josh Brown. There's the 1-1. That one is skied into right center field. Shallow charging his Paganelli. He stumbles, but he keeps his footing and hauls it in to end the inning. The Mavs get two more. And through eight, they're down to 14 to 12 on the Grand Junction Chiropractic Center School Board. Top of the ninth on the way. This is Mavericks Baseball on the team CMU Sports Network. Presented by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000. Are you thinking about using your tax refund towards a new vehicle? What if I told you you don't have to wait? Hi, this is Trish. For years, Modern Classic Motors has been helping turn that tax refund into an easy down payment as soon as you get your W-2. We do your taxes. You tell us how much of your refund you want to use. We match your refund up to $2,500, and you start enjoying your new car right away. So don't wait. Come pick out a certified pre-owned vehicle from our huge inventory and start enjoying your new vehicle now. Hey, Maverick fans, be sure to swing by your local Pizza Hut after the game to celebrate today's big win. Get a large pizza with up to three toppings for only $10. Don't forget to add your favorite order of wings covered in one of our nine signature sauces. Order online at PizzaHut.com. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Mav fans dig the long ball. CMU Baseball on Colorado's sports leader, the team. 
to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. We go to the top of the ninth. Mavericks down a pair at one point. It was a 14-0 Nighthawks lead, and it's 14-12 Northwest Nazarene in front. In this top 20 matchup, Quentin Ayers digs in for Nazarene. He is 0 for 3 in a walk, and he chops that one foul and out of play. A couple of flyouts to Ethan Nunez in left and a pop-out to Kennedy Hara, line out to Kennedy Hara at second around a walk for Ayers. Caleb Ruder continues on for the Mavericks. His fifth inning of work delivers a nice curveball there. It's 0-2. And, and I am not the skipper Chris Hanks, nor do I presume to know that much baseball. He's probably forgot more this week than I'll ever know. Here's the 0-2 fouled away. But I have to believe that the fourth spot in the Maverick rotation that is currently unoccupied is getting a long look at Jacob Reuter right now. Well, Reuter's done a great job. Uh... 0-2 inside corner called strike three. Back-to-back backwards K's from the eighth into the ninth. That's five for Reuter. Ayers is retired, and there's one away here in the ninth. And to me, Reuter looks more comfortable this time. That was a great a great pitched at-bat there. He got him 0-2, and he went away with a fastball, actually hit his spot, which was off the plate, and then he came back in with a hard fastball inside, froze the hitter in strike three. Reuter curveball inside, but on the corner for a called strike for Carter Walsh, the leadoff hitter. Carter's been aboard three times. He's the only guy to get an extra base hit against Reuter. He's got a double and a walk. Misses outside. Reuter came in. Four-pitch walk to Walsh. Hit Casey Wayne on the first pitch. And it's not been stellar, but it's been really good for him the rest of the way. We thought it was just going to be more the same for the Mavericks pitching, but Reuter's done a good job. The 1-1 misses inside. It's 1-2-1. In, and, and the big thing there is you've got zeros across the board since he's been in. Coming up at the end of the game, we'll send you down onto the field, Ray, to talk to Chris Hanks. Here's the 2-1. Outside corner for a called strike. It's 2-2. Two two. Sure. Not a whole lot about this game that the skipper is going to be pleased with, but I think the, kind of the battle back and discipline of his team at the plate and Jacob Bruder is going to be two of the things. Here's the 2-2. Two two. Outside corner called strike three. That's a hat trick of backwards K's for Reuter, and there's two away here in the ninth. Well, one of the things I think you want to learn about your team early on is, is what their what their character is going to be, and you know they've shown some stuff here. They've dropped down 14 to nothing to start the ball game, and you've seen a pretty well pitched last half of the game by Reuter, and then you've seen your your hitters come back in some fight. Oh, one is skied into right field. Underneath it is Renteria, and. Ruder does his job. Five scoreless innings of relief. He's given the Mavericks a chance. We go to the bottom of the ninth. CMU needs two. This is Mavericks baseball on the team. CMU Sports Network presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Get a quote from Ken by calling 243-1000.
our friends at Whitewater Building Materials urge you to get out and support winter sports in the Grand Valley. Basketball and wrestling are in full swing, and our dedicated student-athletes deserve your support. And remember, for any type of building project, any time of year, call Whitewater Building Materials, 242-7538. They're your source for ready-mixed concrete, sand, and gravel products, and everything you need to do it right. Proud to support our Grand Valley athletes. Whitewater Building Materials, family-owned for over half a century at 940 South 10th Street in Grand Junction. It's time to get geared up for the winter season at Played Against Sports, your neighborhood sporting goods store. Played Against Sports has a big variety of winter sports equipment in stock, including hockey gear, snowboards, snowshoes, cross-country skis and boots, sleds and helmets, and more. Their staff will help you find just what you need. They'll also pay you cash for your previously loved equipment. Played Against Sports, open seven days a week next to Once Upon a Child, 2454 Highway 6 and 50. The Team CMU Sports Network, your home for Colorado Mesa sports. Welcome back to the Diamond of the Bergman Sports Complex. Rio Van Gilder along with Ray McLennan. New pitcher on the mound for the Nighthawks and... The alliteration is over. That's something maybe only I was interested in. Wade Duncan takes the mound. The six-foot, 200-pound redshirt freshman righty from Rancho Cucamonga, California, will make his sixth appearance out of the bullpen. He's got two saves for the Nighthawks. Probably an hour and a half ago, Joe Schaefer didn't think he'd have to use his closer. Duncan has a 2.25 ERA. He's 2-0. Eight innings pitched, seven hits, two runs, both earned six strikeouts. So in five appearances, two wins and two saves for Wade Duncan. Looks like we're going to get a pinch hitter here. Pinch as well. hitter for the Mavericks is taking over for Derek Shaver. I'll just go one down the roster. TJ Ream. So Ream. 6-3 righty from Chaparral High School out of Parker will step to the plate. This will be his third appearance. He's hitting 167. So Ream will face off against Duncan. Shaver ground out a strike or a fielder's choice, a strikeout and a single in relief. Swing and a miss for Ream and it's 0-1. Christo Stefanos really got the comeback charge started for the Mavericks with the Grand Slam is on deck. Ream watches that one miss outside. It's one and one. 14 runs, 12 hits, two errors for the Nighthawks. 12-12 and one for the Mavericks. Here's the 1-0 from Duncan. Swing and a miss on a low fastball. It's one and two. Duncan featuring two curveballs to start, or, or maybe a two sliders to start the at-bat and comes back with a hard fastball. Swing and a miss, and down goes Ream. There's one away. For CMU, you just want to get your, give yourself a chance. You want to get the tying run to the plate to start with and then see if you can't get the tying run on. Give yourself a chance here in the, the bottom of the ninth. Stefanos digs in 
Christos, one for four, but a grand slam. First pitch outside corner for a called strike. A pop out to short, a ground out to short, and a ground out to third around the grand slam. 0-1, slides outside. It's one and one. Pretty sharp curveball there by Duncan. One-one is roped into left field in front of Casey Wayne, and that will bring the tying run to the plate for the Mavericks and Declan Wiesner. No, they'll go to the bench. Chris Hanks pulls Wiesner back, and will send Tyler Glowacki, the Santee California junior, to the mound. Also, there's Stefanos is being replaced for a pinch runner. I didn't get the numbers. He ran out. So we'll see who the runner is. That'll be Josh Romans at six at first base. First pitch is in there for a called strike to Glowacki. Glowacki on the season, hitting 143. This will be his seventh appearance for Romans. This will be his fourth appearance. That one fouled off. It's 0-2. Romans has scored a couple of runs with three at-bats. He's yet to get a hit. Romans, though, the junior from Canton, Ohio. 0-2, poked into left field. Wayne fighting the sun will haul it in for the second out. And... It'll be up to Kennedy Hara to keep the Mavericks alive. Ball was well hit there. Nice line drive to left field. Uh, just just right at him, unfortunately. Uh, Mavericks down to their last out. Hara digs in. Kennedy with a single, a double, a couple of outs in there as well. A ground out to first and a fly out to center. First pitch is a curveball outside corner for a called strike. So we'll send Ray down to the field to talk to Chris Hanks as soon as this one wraps up. Here's the 0-1. That one is lined into center field, and it's going to fall in front of Walsh. And Hara is aboard at first base. Moving up to second is Romans. Now it's Rob Sherrar, who's got a triple and a run scored. That came in the eighth. And we're going to have... A pinch runner for Kennedy Hara going out to second base is Keegan Landis. So he will take over for Hara at first base. Maybe get a little bit more speed out there. Landis, a 6'2 freshman from Buckeye, Arizona. So the Runners, you have Romans at second from Canton and Landis at first from Buckeye, Arizona. That's just for me. Joe Schaefer goes out to the mound, talks with Duncan, and it'll be Rob Sherrar for the Mavericks. Rob, yet to have an extra base hit coming into the game. He's got a triple so far here. That came last inning. Now, 
He digs in. First pitch is a called strike. Rob, a senior from Newberry Park, California, stands in. Here's the 0-1 from Wade Duncan. Fouled away. It's 0-2. Duncan readies. Here's the 0-2. Outside. It's 1-2. and two. Sherrard in on top of the plate. One, two, fouled away. We'll stay at one and two. Here's the one, two to Sherrard. Duncan delivers. Rob pokes that one foul to stay alive. It'll stay at one and two. Rob Sherrar. The winning run at the plate. The one-two from Duncan. Rob loops, loops that into left field, into the glove of Casey Wayne. And the comeback falls just Short for the Mavericks. From a 14-0 hole to the tying run on base. But it's not enough. And the series opener between the 19th-ranked Nighthawks and the 12th-ranked Mavericks goes to Northwest Nazarene. 14 runs, 12 hits, 2 errors for the Nighthawks. 12 runs, 14 hits, and an error for the Mavericks. We'll take a break and come back with a post-game show. This has been Mavericks Baseball on the team, CMU Sports Network, presented by Ken Richards, State Farm Insurance. Call Ken for a quote at 243-1000.